What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Roski, where we go in there like Deacon Clapcheeks with no Jimmy hat. That's how we do it. Raw in the building for the longest running episodic program here on YouTube. You're in here with the King of King, the King of Content, and the Bruce Wayne. This ish, the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, the notorious one, CGA. Mr. Coachellini and the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. We are back in here with another stream, and we're going to have fun with the evening crew. Shout out to y'all. Appreciate y'all for being here. I think I missed some PayPals. I think I missed some PayPals. But look, we're going to get all of that. We're going to settle all of that. You know what time it is. Hit the like button. This is going to be the evening show. We're a little bit more loosey-goosey over here, and we got a great show today. We're going to talk about Puff Daddy, Diddy, or Dame Dummy in the building. <laughs> is it Diddy? Shout out to Nas. Uh, but anyway, uh, here we go. Uh, what is this right here? Diddy allegedly knocked up an allegedly married Asian flatback. Well, she was a more of a porker by the time I saw a couple pictures. She was a flatback. I don't think she looking flatback did no more. A couple of pictures, I was like, ooh, way flatback. But then all of a sudden, it was all oh, the humanity. All right, didn't take very long, and this was post-pregnancy. This is pre-pregnancy. She then plumped up. You know, you, she plumps up when you cook them. Ballpark Frank type of ling ling in the building. <laughs> Soggy, sloppy, Orange County yogurt in the building. All right, so we're going to talk about that. We got another couple of great things that we want to talk about. Texas University, University of Texas basketball coach. Domestic violation. Man, these relationships, man, what do y'all put up with? We're going to talk about him. Shame, shame, shame. You're working on your career. You finally got to the pedestal of your career. You got to the promised land of your career in one argument, and you about to lose your job. Oh, my Lord. That's an L. Oh, my goodness. I followed this basketball coach, man. That guy climbed. He worked his ass off to get to this position. One argument on his day off, he done about to lose his job. I hope you don't lose this, y'all. We're also going to talk about um, a young woman who got knocked up after a hinge date, chooses to be a single mother, and then Meg the Stallion, lying ass, getting exposed in her court case. Let's root for Tory Lanez in the situation. Hopefully, it, it is revealed that he did not do the shooting to her big old hoof. Man. With that being said, I want to lead y'all off, off on a little bit of straggle and sniggle. All right, we got a little funny uh, clip that I want to show you on Twitter. For some reason, I see what I was doing here. I was sharing the wrong tab. All right, I got to pull this up right here. Um, you know, not it's not just America where people are acting funny out here. Uh, there are some other countries, foreign countries, where, you know what I mean? Your, your girlfriend are in these streets. In these streets. And uh, this looks like it takes place somewhere in Eastern Europe, the Gito. All right, in the Gito. And it looks like uh, something's happening here. I don't know what's going on. Uh-oh. She said, Natasha is going crazy right now. Oh, Natasha. All right. Natasha going nuts over there in Eastern Europe. This definitely looks like the Gita. You can hear Natasha in a minute. She said, my Arvina. Uh-oh. Oh, this gotta be a skit. This gotta be a skit. 
Who's prepared to tie up sheets like this? <laughs> oh, look at Natasha. Oh, no. Vlad the Impaler is coming um, and found her guts being insides pushed to her esophagus right now. Oh. Oh, the hood. <laughs> There's Natasha up there. Natasha, Natasha, boom, vroom, 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 Natasha trying to help save her young man. Oh, Room Hilda is out too. Not Room Hilda. Oh, Room Hilda. What is Room Hilda doing? Oh, it's got to be a skit, man. There's too much stereotype going on. What is Broom Hilda? Oh, man. This is what happened. This is the flatbacks. Y'all going all the way over there in these flatbacks doing uh, broom, uh, Vlad the Impeller. He's probably the merchant of death. They doing them wrong. They was oh, what is this? This is a sad. This is this the worst straggling sniggle I've ever seen. Yeah, you got his tidy whitey on. Draw sticker stains all in his tidy whitey. Oh, that's a broken leg. That's a twisted ankle. He definitely twisted an ankle. Oh, he bumped. Oh, yeah, he got himself. Oh, oh, not black. Get him. Get him. Oh, where's where's Natasha? What a disaster. Oh, this is just reprehensible behavior. All right, hold on. Let me turn that off. That's reprehensible. Y'all deserve a straggling sniggle for this one. Let me go ahead and give y'all intro. He definitely got a fracture on his tailbone. That's what happens when y'all go get mail order brides. Mail order brides can do y'all dirty too. Natasha ain't gonna mess around. Saskiana and Ogle and Ivanka Irvana. All right, be out there getting her guts inside, puts her esophagus as well. Boy, be careful out here, gentlemen, to let your voice be heard. Dallas ICGA live on the Cash App, Vimo, Coach Greg Adams TV. Also, PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. That is pinned to the top of the live chat at the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Also, also, the Notorious CGA channel is where you can super chat. On the Notorious CGA channel, you'll have to find the channel. It's called the Notorious CGA. Shout out to everybody on Facebook. Shout out to everybody we're simulcasting on Rumble. And all of that going on right now. Now, I do need to check PayPal's because as I was exiting the show, I thought I cleared my deck, but then I saw somebody PayPal me a few times before I closed up the show. All right, so I don't know if I forgot PayPal's. I don't know what happened. So let me check. And shout out to everybody who's applied for the coaching program. We are on and popping. All right, we got it on and popping. Uh, no, I didn't miss any super chats, but let me see if I can. I didn't miss any PayPal's, but uh, let me see if I didn't get these brothers. Uh, nope, I, I didn't miss any PayPal's. I didn't, but we do have a PayPal early on in this show. Do me a favor, hit that like button, and we're going to get right into it. Maryland guy, Maryland guy, the evening group is here. Group, age group. What does he say? Maryland guy, what's up, coach? I just found out that Sam Bankman freed, freed, freed man. <laughs> Hold on for a second. New, 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 new world order. Sam Bankman Friedman. 
has been arrested in the Bahamas and will be extradited back to the new to the U.S. Absolutely. The U.S. finally has filed charges against Sam Bankman Freed. And yes, his ass is about to be brought back here, potentially might be dragged in front of Congress, maybe as a prisoner who don't we don't know what's going on. But that goofball is definitely about to have to get an attorney, I'm sure. All right. Shout out to uh, everybody on the catch is app. What do we got? We got, uh, did I get Rolo's Pantene hair weave? I think I did. Uh, Super Ty says, just finalized my divorce. A brother is free. <laughs> Shout out to you for dropping that. Hey, sounds like he got a couple of dollars in his pocket. He got a couple of dollars in his pocket. All right, so he sent a sponsorship and he's divorced. So he got a couple of dollars in his pocket. But welcome to the club. Welcome to the freedom. All right. I always tell you, and I think I wrote in my book, uh, was 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 talking about this. I said, um, when I left the the toxic relationship that was toxic at our at that time, I never seen the clouds whiter and fluffier. I never seen feet whiter and fluffier either, but I never seen the grass greener, the sky bluer, the sun more golden crisp. I've never seen the world like that. It was a freedom. And I just realized that I was living in Pleasantville. I was living in Pleasantville and the Pleasantville wasn't so pleasant. It was that it was black and white. It was bleak. It was gray. So <laughs> what tended to happen was you don't realize how much of, of a prisoner you are until you escape. But he got them ducats. He got them ducats, and so he is sponsored today's show. Congratulations for being free. The world is yours. You're no longer a slave, per se. Shout out to Shelby, New York City. Are there any upsides to dating older women? Absolutely. There are upsides to dating older women. We oftentimes in this area crap on older women, but let's just say, you know, because we talked about this earlier, women claiming to be in their prime uh, just because they've ramped up their sexuality, they become confident in who they are. Many of them are busted Pillsbury biscuit cans and they know they can't get any better. So they like, hey, I'll just go to the men, the low hanging fruit, the men who like low hanging women. Right. And everything hangs low. But uh, sexually, like I said, in the local stream, which I can't really elaborate on here on YouTube, many of these women know what to do in bed and they're not shy anymore. And this is the reason why they believe they're in a sexual prime. And I don't believe they're in a sexual prime per se. I believe what's happening is they don't they no longer risk pregnancy. Some of the fears about sex have been gone. It's, they've been alleviated from it. With that being said, people think that they're more sexual because they reached a prime and some magical part of nature is hit. The reality is they no longer feel fear sex. OK, much of the woman's 18 late teens early 20s, mid 20s, late 20s and early 30s have been always this case of they're going to get knocked up, right? They they know that's a problem or they're also sort of birth control or whatnot. Um, also caring for a kid, you know, they're focused on their career. They're really worried about that. That all goes away when they're in their late 40s and early 50s, although some women can still get knocked up, but it's completely rare. So that's why they can be more frivolous and sexual. The fear is gone. That number two, Number two, they also know um, that um, they also know that uh, the, the other thing that disappears when when a woman gets older is that, um, look, I got stuck. Oh, also, they they know their career is a dead end. <laughs> Most of them are no longer focused on their career like that. So uh, they it, when they're in their 
young years, they're focusing on a career. All right. When they're older, they had already hit the glass ceiling. Okay. And they're experiencing with STIs and STDs. That fear goes away as well because they know they're probably not going to die from it. So they've already alleviated the fear, right? The fear's already gone and they've already can go to a nasty element. Also, reputation wise, their reputation doesn't get ruined as much as it would have got ruined in their 20s. So the reality is there's a lot of things that goes away when a woman's in her 40s and 50s. And there are great benefits because she's more proficient, tends to be more proficient in bed. So if you're looking to get your socks and knocked off and your balls rocked, have a great time. This is why I talk, call older women practice. This is why I call older women practice. Now, the soggy part of the, the, the nastiest part of this gentleman is going to be when you bust. When you roar and you look back at what you've done, I would probably caution you because I'm a guy that likes the lights on, ladies. I like the lights on. I want to see everything. But with older women, I got to turn the lights down just a little bit like this. I got to turn the lights down just a little bit. Watch this. Turn the lights down just a little bit because the aftermath, the aftermath, the soggy, the dimples in the booty, the cottage cheese all curdled up on the hips, thighs, the underbelly, the stretch marks, the ruined midsections from delivering three and four kids. Most of them be smelling like wine, alcoholics. That part. Is that part when you look back at what you done done, you know what you done done. When you look back, you'd be like, oh. But when you're but 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 pre-nut, you don't mind it. You like, I like soggy woggies. I like saggy waggies. I like them when they hear slang low. When them boobs hang low, do they wobble to and fro? Can you tie them in a knot? Can you tie them in a boat? Can you throw them over your shoulder like the continental soldier? Do them boobs hang? Low. But with that being said, before you bust, you'd be like, I like the I like the feel of saggy waggy sloppy yogurt. I like the feel of just. All right. And then all of a sudden you roar and then you're like, what did I've done? You, you you're already here. You're like. Damn. There it goes. Veins. It's not a pretty sight. Some of their calves be all kind of just the skin be looking like it's dead down there. The toes be looking like gremlin feet. You be looking like, oh, what have I done? This is what, how you wake up. I'm going to show you how you wake up here in a minute. Um, you know, you just don't spend the night because when you really wake up, half her eyebrow going to be washed off. Like it's going to be just disappear. She going to walk off. She going to wake up next to you with her raspy ass voice. Hi, baby. And then her eyebrow going to be off like this. Dentures in the cup down. You're going to be looking at her like, what in the world? You're going to go down. You're going to look at, a, uh, you're going to pull the sheets back. It's all right now, Al. Let mama make it all better. All right. <laughs> but in the meantime, you will have fun. All right. So that's the thing that we want to talk about. There is fun to be had. This is why you are practice. But don't get no don't get no funny feelings, ladies. Funny feelings, funny feelings that you don't love me anymore. Oh, oh, oh. all right. We already got CT Jones is in the building. Great show, coach. Got me soul searching. 
right? You got to look deep inside. Shout out to you. What do we got? Rob Lowe in the building. Just kidding. Shout out to Jay Nike. Oh, we'll give you a co-sponsorship on it. All right. Uh, David in the building for the thumbs up. Delicious Dave. Pause. I got to pause on that. I can't just I can't just call you that. All right. I can't just, you know what I mean? I think even Cedric the Entertainer, even the Cedric the Entertainer said, I can't call you delicious. Macaroni Tony, that Ohio player album with the honey on the girl is a classic. Thanks for reminding me. Do you know what I am saying? Yes, I do. That Ohio player album cover when I was a kid, that one, my mother had that one in the collection. And I was a kid looking at that album cover like, oh, my this is how I was looking. Oh, my God. That was a woo. Yeah, you don't know, man. That was like, er, see, y'all got Instagram, youngins. <laughs> y'all got Instagram. Somebody said, I need to get YouTube Super Chat back. <laughs> that ain't never going to happen. That ain't never going to happen. You know what? Every now and then I'll be like, perhaps I'll ask for a review. I'll ask for a review. They'll just turn, they'll just, uh, they'll demonetize three other channels that I have monetized. I'll be like, damn. And they won't, bro, it's dead. All right. I need an insider on the YouTube. All right. I'll, every now and then I'll be like, perhaps they'll be nice to me. Nope. <laughs> it always works double wrong after I do it. I'll never ask for one. All right, it's sad and tragic. All right, I do have some super chats to acknowledge as we're having fun here. T-Mon Jr. says, Coach, get to the point already. I can't watch for long because I'm hiding in the bathroom while my girl is next in the next room. She's overweight, and I love her, but I keep dreaming about the Starbucks barista in the building. Ooh, yes. Starbucks baristas for real. <laughs> Starbucks baristas, man, be on point, and I've had me a couple. All right, I didn't pitch no game to them. I just found them on, you know where, the junior college. Anyway, Starbucks baristas are broke. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> they are struggling. And I'm not saying that to demean them, but they are not working anywhere close to independence. They got no money. They be happy for a couple of dollars. Trader Joe's chicks? Oh, you ain't lying. Trader Joe's chicks? For people who like plain Janes, and I know these are mostly white chicks, but there are some sisters that were working there, and these are some nature uh, granola bar eating sisters. Trader Joe's chicks are underrated <laughs> for plain Janes. Yeah, Trader Joe's chicks for show. All right, if you want to know, go to plain, plain, plain Janeville, head over to Trader Joe's, and you can see you can see a whole bunch of plain Jane. You be in plain Jane heaven. Plain Jane heaven up in there, boy. I, that might be the plain Jane. You must be plain Jane to work here. You know what I mean? You got to be Philly, earthy. You got to be earthy. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, granola eating sisters. You know what I mean? That wear that. They don't wear no weave. They just wear their poofy curls. You know who I'm talking about. You know what, sisters. They wear them pants, them hip hugger pants with the bell bottoms and the, and the Chuck Taylor sneakers. And they got the earthy curls, maybe glasses, sometimes not. She's just the earthy sister. It looked like you can smell her hair and it smelled good. You'd be like, what is that you put in there? Wow. Smells like fruits and berries. Wow, sister. Just a little makeup, thick curls, all natural sister. You know what I mean? Grass eating sister. 
She ain't going to have her body is not going to be there's her body's going to be nondescript. All right. There's not going to be even there's not even a phony phrase that you can come up with. There's no slim thick. There's no thick. There's no fat. She just is. <laughs> Pomegranate holding ass sisters. You know what I mean? With the thick curl. She just she just is. There's no. What is her body like? Is she thick? Is she she just. She just stock factory issue. <laughs> the normalest sister you could have, boy. You got to watch out for them, boy. Them plain jeans will get your ass. <laughs> Unremarkable, nondescript, stock factory issue. Like, mm, is she a thoroughbred? I can't really say. What is her booty like? I really can't tell. She got high-waisted hip hugger pants. I really don't know what she packing up under there. What's her titties like? How are her, her titties sitting? I don't know. She has a flannel flower shirt on. I really can't can't really see her form. <laughs> what is she like? Eh, me. Eh. Cool sisters, though. Cool sisters. Shout out to those sisters. Ed. Hey, man, I got to run a commercial here. I noticed that I kept my sweatshirt on and the heat is on. So we're going to run a little bit of a commercial right here. And uh, what are we going to do? Yeah, this one right here. I'm like hotter than average take the average i'm hotter than average i'm smarter than average i'm funnier than average i'm above i'm an above average individual i'm 33 and i look like young so yeah i'm pretty sure that i deserve an insanely rich guy everybody knows that oh, i have a print on my t-shirt everybody knows that um that i i have a fascination with plain jane I plain James is it. You know what I mean? That's my territory. Uh, Instagram hoes and all that. I mean, I'll bang one out, but all right. Anyway, where are we going? Oh, did I get the super chat? Domain sticker says ain't nothing wrong with booty dimples in the building. Shout out to you. Oh, you nasty. Oh, that's nasty. You a nasty boy, don't you? You a nasty boy. You a nasty boy. Anyway, <laughs> where are we at? Oh, first story. Let's talk about this Texas basketball coach. And the reason some people get upset that I talk about celebrities. Some people get upset when I talk about celebrities. He talks too much about celebrities. Well, I can only do too many hypergamy videos. I can do only so many videos about Brie Folk's Law. I did one kind of today and I snuck it in. But you got to talk about celebrities because sometimes these things have impact on you. I mean, I can't talk about some goofball that deleted his wife. First of all, that's kind of like passe on YouTube. You can't really do too many stories about somebody deleting themselves or deleting another man, death by simp. So you're kind of restricted to celebrity as a way to, as a means to pass on your example. And this example is a basketball coach, Texas basketball coach. He got a domestic violation charge with a dust up with his fiance. His dust up with his fiance. Now, I've been warning you about this. When you're on your path or purpose, you will think you need to do the right thing. And then many times the people who derail your career are going to be the people you're closest to. What do I say? Proximity, likeness, people who look like you, proximity and or relationships. Does this happen to all? No, but here's the situation. He tried to do the right thing and get married. He tried to do the right thing as he's ascended to the peak of his career. His career, he could have rolled out text. And by the way, Texas is in the top five ranking for basketball, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see here. NCAA basketball ranking. Uh, last I heard, Texas was number two in the basketball rankings. 
All right, let me see here. Let me see. Texas is they've dropped a little bit. It looks like they they're number seven. They lost one game. They're seven and one, six and zero at home. And uh, I don't know what the neutral is. They're seven and seven and one. So this is in a situation where he's a underrated. He, they were his number two. High as his number two. Let's go ahead and share the story. This is just breaking news. Texas men's basketball coach Chris Beard suspended without pay after assault arrest. Oh. Wow. If you don't know, Chris Beard has toiled as an assistant coach, as a junior college coach. He's actually been um, a, a lower level coach as well, probably division two. And then he's been a worked his way up at other two other universities making actually Chris Beard's Texas tech team made the national final. They went to the final. They they were one went away from being the national champion at Texas tech. So then the Texas job opens up. He gets hired there. I think last year. And then this year they were in the top five and this fool done about to lose his job <laughs> right God damn dude he should have had no woman now he's just getting out of jail so that's why he's wearing a face diaper and he's also hiding his face i believe in front of him is his attorney and the basketball manager at texas let's just talk about it there it is right there about to lose his job texas men's basketball coach chris beer was arrested and charged with assault and he's innocent until probably guilty on a family member early monday he was released after posting a $10,000 bond, the second year Longhorn coach has been suspended by taxes without pay until further notice. According to the statement, associate head coach Rodney Terry will serve as the Texas head coach for the Monday night game against Rice. All right, Rice, uh, Rice University. Austin police spokesman Brandon Jones said Beard's beard, Beard's. This is fumble the bag. This might have to go in. You might go into the 12 Simpson Christian at this point. Beard is accused of choking a person at a home in a Terrytown neighborhood in West Austin. Officers responded to a 9-11 disturbance urgent call at 2.07 a.m. on Monday. 2.07. Says Bert Beard. Sorry, I can't mess it up. Beard was booked into jail at 4.18 a.m. Damn, what y'all doing up? This right here, according to the Travis County Sheriff's Office jail records, he faces a third degree felony assault. Oh, he he fired. Wow. You about to lose your job. Third degree felony charge of assault on a family household member and uh, impeding breath circulation. <laughs> so he was choking abroad. UT released a brief statement on the arrest in the morning, saying that the university is aware of the situation regarding Chris Beard. We are continuing to gather information and monitoring the legal process. Beard's attorney, Perry Milton, told the American statesman, Chris Beard is 100% innocent of these charges. Well, I hope so. He should never have been arrested. Well, I hope so. The complainant wants him released immediately and all charges dismissed. It is truly inconceivable. Well, it is too late for that, sir. It is too late for that. Let's go ahead and sound the bell. You work this freaking hard and one night because somebody got drunk. Obviously, you're up at two in the morning fighting, tussling, arguing. And yes, we're going to read how he got caught up. According to Beard's affidavit, an officer responded to a 911 call at just around midnight and was met at the door by a woman who identified herself as Beard's fiance. 
He could have went to the junior college on this one. The woman told the officer that she and Beard had been upset with each other for the for several days over relationships issues. Guys, what do I tell you? Over several days. So they gave up the silent treatment and there was some all kind of bullshit, gaslighting, manipulation. There was toxic toxicity. All of this shit that goes on that I keep warning you about. And if I'm a prominent man, who is this freaking fiance? She got to go. You got to go, bitch. So she did the damsel in distress, rung, rung, beat me 911, call me on my cell phone. And then when the police comes, she's standing there, help me, help me. 12 in the morning, police at my door, fresh to the squeaker, cost the bath crew full. All right, I tried to mess that up. The woman told the officer they've been upset with each other over relationship issues. And I'm the number seven team in the country. I'm coaching the number seven team in the country. I'll be damned if some bitch is about to mess up my job. Are you serious, gentlemen? Asked by the officer if the argument turned physical, the woman, according to the police, said yes. But she then said he needs to be out. It's untrue. Quote from her, according to the police record, he just snapped on me and became super violent. Nope. This. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. This is bullshit. First of all, I'm sure. Well, who the hell bugging me? My Lord. Here's the thing. They were admittedly, according to her story, they were tussling or I'm sorry. They were angry with each other over several days. But now he just snapped on you, probably after being gaslit, probably after you waking his ass up at two in the morning for a conversation. I don't want to have her. See, ladies, stop having relationship conversations with me at midnight. I'm going to snap on you and I will warn you. Do not wake me up with your bullshit at midnight. Ladies, what is wrong with your biology? Women will be out here totally just enjoying life, sitting around, sun up. They just out here. And then soon as the sun go down, here they come out like the damn thriller. They want to talk about shit. They want to drink. They want to fornicate. They want to have the sneaky link all under the cover of midnight. Why you having talks at midnight? <laughs> what the fuck? Man, would you take your ass to sleep? If you was asleep, you wouldn't have been in this situation. We need to talk. Midnight. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm going to snap on you too. All right. He says, she, she says, he just snapped on me and became super violent. No, I don't agree. I don't, I'm just going to say, I don't believe that. The woman said she took Beard's reading glasses from his hand and broke them. Okay. <laughs> oh, my Lord. You cannot make this shit up. You can, right. She, she, she snapped and became violent. What do you, what? Women re really becoming violent on you and then be surprised when you snap. Huh? <laughs> be like, <laughs> wait a minute. Did I read that right? Ladies, would y'all hear the 10 ladies that are watching this? How do you blame him for snapping and becoming violent when it was, again, I keep proving you on this domestic violation. 70%, they be instigating this shit. You admit 
that you started this shit. You took his reading glasses. He was minding his own build business. You took his reading glasses from his hands and broke them. I'm reading directly from here. And then it says beard, she told police, then slapped her glasses from her face. Oh, my Lord. Mans was just sitting there trying to read. He trying to go over his scouting report. He going over film. He reading the newspaper to see who talking shit about him. And you, because he wouldn't listen to your ass at 12 in the morning, started this shit. You took the, you took, you assaulted him and then broke his property. And then you said, and then he snapped and became violent. Then Beard choked me. You skipped some parts there. Did he choke slam me to, uh, to, to the, to hell, threw me off the bed, <laughs> bit me, bruised, Bruises all over my leg, throwing me around and going nuts, she said, according to the affidavit. <laughs> Yo, they be they be making up shit. How did it go from how did it go from you just snatched the glasses, broke them, then he smacked you, then he just started choking you, throwing you on the bed, biting you, throwing you up. You mean you were on his back? <laughs> oh my lord, these people crazy. All right, the woman told police Beard put a arm around her neck while he was behind her and choked her for five seconds, impeding her breath, her breathing. God damn. Five seconds. You lost your job. Beard, while at the uh, while police were on the scene, said he had audio recordings of the incident that she was not. Wait, that he was not the primary aggressor. Congratulate. Hey, man. Shout out to him. He recorded the audio. Police say Beard was not willing to share the recordings, though. The following injuries were visible on the woman. Again, this is this is classic. This is classic goofy stuff. Domestic violation is not one-sided. She started the shit. She instigated it, and she got beat up. This is exactly how I wrote to you based on the research. All right, the following injuries were visible on the woman, according to the affidavit. Bite mark on the right arm. So he did that, but I don't know. Was she, was she holding him down? Abrasion to the right eyebrow. Abrasion to the left leg. He's fired, by the way. Yeah, abrasion to the left leg from the knee to the foot and a cut to the left thumb with dry blood. In addition to an additional statement, the woman complained of scratches on her back and her right eye, a bite mark to her right arm and abrasions and bruises to the left leg and a cut to her left hand. So he he manhandled her. He def, I mean, accordingly, Beard said Beard and the woman had been together for six years and engaged for three, according to the affidavit, and they share the same residence. You see why I don't want to move in with hoes, with women. You know, you see why I don't want to move in. He he's fired. Beard, age forty nine, is in his second season in Austin. Beard, uh, before replacing Shaka Smart in 2021, he spent five seasons at Texas Tech and led the Raiders to the 2019, Red Raiders, to the 2019 NCAA championship game. Beard, who has also coached at Fort State Community College, Seminole State College, McMurray University, Angelo State, and Arkansas Little Rock, is a 1995 Texas graduate. When he was hired at UT in 2021, 
Beard receive a seven-year contract with an annual salary of $5 million a year. Annual salary. And you let a straggle-daggle. And, and listen, straggle-daggle is not just a black woman. You let a woman ruin your life, bro. Oh, my God. Woo! Unbelievable. A clause in the contract allows the university to terminate or suspend beard with cause for, quote, any conduct, any conduct that the university administrators administration, sorry, reasonably determines is clearly unbecoming to, to a head coach and reflects poorly on the university, the program or the University of Texas system or be resulting in a criminal charge being brought against the head coach. In, involving a felony or any other crime involving theft, dishonesty, or moral turpitude. So he doesn't even have to be convicted according to his contract. He is literally could just go down on the charge alone. It is a standard clause in the UT coaches contract. Beards number seven ranked Longhorns record of seven and one last played on Saturday an 88-43 to 43 win over Arkansas Pine Bluff. Yikes. Gentlemen, take note. One night, one bad night, you fumble the bag trying to prove. Look, this is my suggestion, although we know it. If one of your women go crazy on you and she yanks your reading glasses and she breaks them, just do your power is to walk away. These ninjas be telling y'all to run game and hold masculine frame on these women. It ain't worth it. The legal system's too strong. It ain't worth it to prove you a man by beating her up. It's not proven. How do you like that? It's backhand pimp slapper. Walk away. Leave the house. Whatever you have to do, let her have the mother sucker. You make $5 million a year and then head your ass to the dark side. Somebody says sometimes they don't let you leave. I know. I, I'm fully aware of that, my brother. I know. This is why I don't, I tell you to don't cohabitate. This is why I know, brother, they, they, they don't let you leave. They block the door. They yell. They make up false charges. Um, they bite. Look, some of these injuries she could have made on her own, but I'm just going to say probably not. Who knows? This is a travesty. This is a miscarriage of justice. And not only that, this woman who filed all these charges, who had people up from 12 in the morning to five in the morning, making police reports, talking shit and bringing the overseer on. Now she's trying to say, nah, I just made it up. After she realizes what's about to happen, these people are destroyers. All because she had a pissy mood. We just show you this, guys. They have a pissy day. And then all of a sudden, your shit going left. This is sad. I don't know, man. I, I can't tell you. This is this is sad. This is sad to see this man. I've been following this man since he was at Texas Tech. And um, he was becoming, you know, a famous guy. He was he's has one of the top coaching programs in America. And it's sad to see that's you how about to bow out for that. This gives me more. I'm not getting no, 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 no cohabitation with no broad. Nope, nope. You can go back to your apartment after we done. Woo. Let's go to the next story then. Catch up on some super chats. My gosh. All women are going to do that, but somebody's going to say that. 
All women are going to do this. Okay, this is what people are going to say. Now, my question is, is it worth the risk for a high, because this is a high-value male, high-value man. Is it worth the risk to roll the dice to see if your broad going to do that? See, the fact that he was white, the fact that he was high reputation, the fact that he was basically one of the highest paid employees in the whole damn entire state didn't matter. He still had one of them uh, women to ruin your career. It didn't matter. It didn't even matter. None of that even mattered. He still had the one and picked the wrong one, and the wrong one cost him his job. He finally got to the peak. He says $5.2 million gone. No, 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 no. That's five times seven. That's $35 million gone. Well, he already got $5 million plus. So he is in the seven, he's in the second year of a seven-year contract, $5 million annually. So, oh, my math is wrong. That was seven, that was seven years time five. Yeah, I got 35. Gone. Gonzo. He was on six year, five million, 30 million dollars, skedaddling. 30 million dollars worth of wrestling on the bed. <laughs> Bruh. That's that's sickening. Anyway, let's get to this next story. Absolutely sickening, bruh. This woman caused him, and yes, she caused it, or he caused himself. Let's put the blame on this. He caused that shit. He caused himself to lose $30 million. $30 million. Hold up. You big dummy. It ain't worth it, guys. If I'm making $30 million, or if I'm making $5 million a year, there for sure will not be a woman living with me. She is not ruining that. And not only that, look, that's $30 million on the first contract. Let's just say they went to the NCAA tournament in the next two or three years. He's getting another $30 million contract. Oh, man, that's sad. Boy, I bet you he's sitting around looking like, what the fuck? They got a game tonight. They're probably playing right now. Uh, here's the story. Young woman shares her decision to become a single mom after a hinge date resulted in an unexpected pregnancy. So this goes to a couple of points we're going to make later. Guys aren't wearing Jimmy hats. Guys are just banging these girls. They don't know who they are. Uh, dudes are dude. This is a situation where a dude ran game on a girl on a dating app, skeeted in her guts, and now pregnant. Mm. This is the whole thing. I don't pay. I go on dating apps and I don't pay. Here's a situation where your ass gonna pay. She decided to become a single mother, and this is an argument whether women should be able to early terminate their kids or make the decision on their own or include the decision making situation with the father. Obviously, he probably didn't want nothing to do with her, but he's still gonna pay child support. This woman shared her story about her choice to become a single mother. And by the way, they choose to become single mothers. This is another example. A single mother is a choice. It's never a victim. You are a volunteer. You asked to be a single mother. You became a single mother. You had time and you chose to be a single mother. So let's not hear the bullshit. We're all going to be accountable for our situation here. It says right here, she chose to become a single mother after a hinge date led to an unexpected pregnancy. There's no such thing as an unexpected pregnancy. There's no such thing. You just either got got or you didn't got got. And TikTokers appreciate her for showing the uh, showing that everyone's journey to parenthood is differently. So she snatched the seed. Seed snatcher. The path to becoming a parent looks different for everyone. Take it from a TikToker and new mom, Aisha Hatter, who chose to raise her infant daughter, Violet, as a single mom <laughs> after getting knocked up from a hinge date. God damn, bro. These hoes is choosing. I keep telling you they choosing. And viewers were struck by her refreshing perspective of motherhood. Oh, this is her. 
boy. And yes, she looks like nondescript. Stock factory issue, nothing special. Yep. Oh, there's Master Splinter. There's boy, Master Splinter literally showed up. And uh, what else she says? Unexpected pregnancy. She's got a lot of contemplating to do. I decided I don't want to move. I I did want to move forward with a pregnancy without a partner. And there she is in Brooklyn. Boy, Master Splinter, if you will. There's the baby. Oh boy. She got big, she got a nice belly. Most people don't have nice bellies like that. Baby kicking. I've been there before. Well, I was a knock. Uh, Master Splinter holding the baby and a cat. And there it is. No daddy. No daddy having ass. Now, of course, she's going to want a single. She's going to want a daddy uh, by proxy. She's going to want a man to help her raise that baby. She might not want it now, but she's going to want a man to marry her. Which is, is reprehensible in nature. This is reprehensible. You chose this and you're going to choose a whole lonely ass life. All right. She definitely looking like uh, a Starbucks barista or a, a Trader Joe's employee. The clip featured a video montage of Hatter. I'm not going to read all of this in here, but she says right here, she's a woman in her 30s, 30 year old. She spent all of my 20s living in New York City on my own, thinking I would never going to have uh, kids or never get married. Oh, but but you know what happened? And that's you. She, she got married on, I'm sorry, she got pregnant on purpose. She literally got pregnant on purpose. She literally pulled the. And that's you. On this dude and kept the baby on his ass. Let me read this again. I spent all of my 20s living in New York City on my own, thinking I would never, I'm never was going to have kids and never get married. Hatter says that in the midst of vibing and chilling as a young person in the city, she accidentally became pregnant on a hinge date. You people. <laughs> Dude. This is, this is, this is, I know some women are like, no, it was his problem. She literally had baby rabies. She was ready to have a baby. She knew she was not, not about to get married. She did pull that sex in the city bullshit thinking she was just going to go have Cosmos and Metropolitans or whatever they call them drinks and hop around and be sex in the city. And then nobody was marrying her ass. And then she finally said, I'm going to snatch some seed. Go ahead. I like to feel it without the condom. He probably was getting ready to put it in. And she said, you don't have to stop here. Hey, everybody has an ovulation phone app. Okay. Everybody knows ovulation. Everybody knows their body. Women, my body, my choice. You know when you're ovulating. You know when your period or your cycle is coming or not come. You know when it's your period should be come. You guys know. I was just vibing and chilling. I accidentally got knocked up. That's no. Nope. Now I'm not telling the guy he's off the he's off. He he shouldn't be a part of this. He was the one that slid up in them guts. And if you busting up, it ain't your nut no more. All right. Once it leaves your once it leave your 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 anatomy, it belongs to anything, anybody. It's trash. It could be used for later purposes. It could be collected as DNA. Once your seed leaves your body, it belongs to the world to do with whatever they want. They can lap it up. They can do whatever they want. So be careful with that seed. He said the condom broke. <laughs> yes, condoms can break. That's a sad situation there. But you're in the midst of it. You don't realize, like, you know, something's changed, but you're like, I can't really understand. Something feels different. But we just going to go ahead and continue. 
All right, here. After a lot of complications, I decided I did want to move forward with my pregnancy, even without a partner. How come the partner's not there? I don't understand why he wasn't around. <laughs> it was just one date. Like, they skipped the whole thing. Like, did you tell the guy? Did you not know the guy's name? Was the guy just the guy you hooked up with? You couldn't find him afterwards? You tried to message him on Hinge? Where he at? Did you tell him? Did you notify him? Did he give you, did you give him an option? Did you, like, where where the pappy at? I'm I'm wondering where the pappy. I'm the pappy. Oh, I'm the pappy. She looked like a girl I was skied in. Uh, but anyway, she's all dreaming up motherhood and all of this shit. Just wait. It's just a matter of time before she becomes a victim when she volunteered. Everybody remember that. All right. T-Mon Jr. says, Coach, what is some advice would you give for picking up Amish chicks? He says, I see them all the time at my job. I tried offering to pay for their textbook, but to no avail. What sort of game would you recommend? Um, leave them chicks alone, man. Leave them Amish chicks alone. They're not ready for the world. You got to let them do what they need to do. I don't know why you... Don't mess with them damn Amish chicks and don't offer them no money. You know what I mean? They don't know what the difference is. Uh, no, no trickery with them. You got to let them, you got to meet them. You got to meet them on the right track, but the wrong train. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the right track, but the wrong train. All right. Picking up on Amish chicks. Where are we at? U.S. Army retired. Coach, you are correct. Once again, a few days ago, you were talking about choking. Oh, I forgot. You were talking about choking a spouse and leaving any uh, women that call the cops false alligators. Yes. So um, remember, I did talk about this. I talked about women be like, choke me, choke me. And then when the evidence, when the police comes up, an opportunity comes. Oh, see, look at the bruises, especially white women. Black women don't leave no bruises. Latina, Asian, and white women, yeah, they'd be like, she'd be like, choke me. And then all of a sudden, look, I got this, I got that. And then he bit me here. You know what? <laughs> These people, man, they remind me of children. They'd be like, he bit me. And then I have a bruise here. And then around my neck, see, see, he did this. And then over here. And then on my back, there's scratches. Look, they'd be holding a little, look. And then, and then he bit my lip. And they have a bruise right here under my eye. Mm. You lost $30 million for that. Mm. And she tattletelling on your ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? And my carotid artery was a little bit thumping around the esophagus and the medial collateral. My medial collateral, medial distal. Was a little bit more fracture right here. Look, look, my medial distal orbital, my orbital bone. Mm. Oh man, these people are children with breasts. They 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 be acting stupid. And then when the smoke clears, then they be in jail. Oh, you're about to lose thirty million dollars. I didn't realize it. Um, he didn't do it. Mm. <laughs> like acting like children, brothers. You got to be careful with the women you deal with, man. They be acting like pure children on you. Starting the shit, too. False alligators. JC says, hope he don't have any tickets to Disneyland. He doesn't. I hope not. It's barbecue in there. Shout out to Brown says, there's tamales in there. It's barbecue in there. Indeed. <laughs> 
Sheldon Ross, no way in hell I let some strag cost me a $5 million job. He says he should have had a copy of the free agent lifestyle. Insane. $30 million. No. I would, I would not let women into my crib. I would have a rental property. I would have a house, and the house would be called some sort of junior college, community college. It will be CGA Community College above the apartment suite. When you walk in at $30 million, you will put your fingerprint on the iPad, and that's to acknowledge my consent form. You will speak into the iPad. I consent to get violated by CGA as he wishes. Then you will take a picture of all of your anatomy before you walk in. Then you'll walk in, be led in by security. We're going to remove your phone and put it in a case over here. You're going to say, I volunteer consent to have my phone put into the safe. Then you're going to put your phone into the safe and say, I didn't kidnap you or prevent access to your phone. Then I'm, he's going to bring you to the bed and you're going to assume the position. I'm going to be in the bathroom brushing my teeth. When I come out, your face will be down in the pillow and your ass will be tooted up in the air when I come out. I will come out disrobed like ravishing Rick Rude. I'll grab the microphone and says, cut the music. What I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, out of shape, beer belly sweat hogs, Keep the noise down while I take off my robe and show you what a real sexy man looks like. Hit the music. I'll hit the music and then it's gonna be dun 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 dun. That's what the music gonna be. Soon as I hit the show. All right. Anyway, that's what I'm gonna do. Ravishing Rick Rude intro. Okay. All right. Anyway. All right, but that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to finish up, take the gym hat, take it, put hot sauce in it, tie it up into a knot, put it in a safety security box. Then I'm going to say, you're free to leave. You're free to go. You do not have to stay around here. In fact, I encourage you to leave. And as a matter of fact, on that dresser drawer, there's a parting gift for you to remember that we are now severing this relationship. There's a parting gift, and it has a couple of C notes in it. Well, I don't know what's in it, but there's an envelope there waiting for you. <laughs> All right, take that envelope. Get on now. Smack you on the butt and leave promptly. We had great memories. Should you want to apply again, you must go ahead and make another application on the ipad and then you're gonna close the door and it's gonna be over that's what it's gonna be <laughs> put some hot sauce in it anyway my lord have mercy that's what you gotta do man i that's that's the game that's a million dollar game my million dollars worth of game otherwise you messing around ladies if you want to sign up in the back of the classroom today there is a uh, place where you can take fake pictures and we'll do a little bit of uh, we can sign you up. All right. Don Juan says, as per the coach, of course, some of you, my fellow ninjas will say CGA doesn't go hard on other races. Exactly. Yep. They're going to say that, too. And I and I do it all the time. I just went hard on this one. And of course, I went as hard as this one on as I did Emi Yadoka. Both of them. Look at them. Look at them. All right. 
the two pieces of the big trailer park trash I ever seen in my life. They out here throwing their life away. You guys will throw your life away over some pee. I mean, some pee sleeve. Why? Dude, just go and just go <laughs> e-sig, go e-signature, fistful of 20s, fistful of 20s. Y'all living with them, arguing with them. I make $5 million. Hey, look, I make $5 million a year. I'll be damned if I'm going to argue with any woman. I make, I don't even make $5 million a year. I wouldn't even lift, raise my voice to a woman. I would just look at her like, oh, you got to go. You got, <laughs> there ain't no way in hell I'm about to argue with me. I make $5 million and I got another $26 million on the table? I got $26 mil, Consent State University. I got $26 million on the table. And I'm about to argue with some bitch. Oh, no. That ain't never. Are you crazy? Walk. This is the million dollars worth of game. Walk. Take your feet, turn 180 degrees, and get the stepping. No, you don't got to kick her out. None of that shit. I'm about to, I'm leaving out the patio door. I'm leaving out the back door. I'm leaving out the front door. I'm leaving out the bathroom window. I'll crawl my ass out of a bathroom window to avoid that bitch. And I don't want to hear nobody say, well, you need to hold masculine frame. You running away from the woman. Yes, I am. $26 million worth of running away. Gone. I'm not, there ain't nothing I need to prove at that one. See, Broke Ninja's been instructing you guys. Broke Ninja's been instructing you guys about how to deal with women, and that's going to be problem number one. They got they got five-figure problems. They got $25,000 a year problems, and they've been telling you, this is how you get over on girls and women. Yeah, bro, this is broke, broke dudes. <laughs> the broke dude diary to dealing with women. This is how you get over them, run game, manipulate them, and talk them, and trick them into giving you the panties. The broke dude diary around running game. Guys, if you guys lift yourself up, I'm going to tell you, leveraging options is where it is, but this goofball even didn't fall for it. You got to see yourself as better than her. You got to see yourself as better than her. I see myself, ladies, I know, I know, you get a lot of attention on social media. There's not many of you that's better than me. I've said this before. There's not, there's not many things that, not many people that have contributed what I've contributed, done what I've done, accomplished what I've accomplished. You've accomplished nothing in comparison to me. I don't care about your little attorney job. I don't care about your little paralegal job. In terms of what my impact and my footprint on the earth and yours, you are insignificant to me. You don't measure up. And I don't care if you don't see if I measure up. Actually, we just meet and we have a great meeting on the minds. You're useless to me. I'm useless to you. You're saving me time. Let's keep moving. Okay. But if you think you want to come over here and measure impact, measure what you've done in society, measure your capabilities, measure your, your potential. If you want to measure that against me and then think I'm about down to you, you think I'm about down to you. Wait a minute. You think I'm about down to you. I don't care how much money you make. I don't see you as even capable of being the big dog. I don't see it. I, I, I just don't see it. And yes, I don't care who you are, what race you are, what I just don't see it. They have the capability to rap and chill, coax. I just don't see it. You know, 
But that's neither here nor there. If you don't see this in me, that's fine. I, I you're you're invisible to me anyway. But anyway, <laughs> but you ain't not about to cost me thirty million dollars. There's nothing you have on your anatomy that's worth thirty million dollars. Emmy Yadoka, listen up. There's nothing that that woman that you was banging that was worth thirty million dollars. Chris Beard, there was nothing. I'm sure. Let me see a picture of your fiance. I guarantee you she's not worth $30 million. All right. <laughs> anyway. All right. Anyway, shout out to Jesus Ramirez. He says, yo, coachy, so many mouth breathing knuckle draggers at the mall. My gosh. Can I get the Mexican music sound in the building? Yes, sir. That's my new sign. I got to extend that song out. I got to extend that song. That song is bumping. Hey, hey, yay. I'm going to take my ass down to Mexico and get me a girl from the village. All right. They got some small villages out there, but you got to sneak around in front of the cartel. All right. Shout out to off topic. Joshua C. He says, coach, is it worth having a LinkedIn profile? Also, if so, should I get a professional one? Uh, Wait, should I get a professionals helping create one? I don't know. You know, I'm out of the LinkedIn Give me a gordita. Give me a gordita. I'm gonna have me a gordita, but she might live with me. I'm gonna get back to your question. I'm gonna have me a gordita, but she's just gonna live with me as a living maid. All right. She's either gonna be German, Russian, or or Mexican. She's gonna be my living maid. Just she's gonna be all of five foot one and five foot one wide. She's gonna be wide as she is tall. She's gonna hola Gregorio. She's gonna be so happy to see me every day. Hola Gregorio. I miss my familia. I go home this weekend. I go home this weekend. Yes. Yes, you go home this weekend, Marissa. You get to go home and see La Familia. Como esta? Now, until then, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you stay in the maid quarters down there, the in-law quarters. Oh, thank you, Gregorio. Me appreciate you. Me, amigo. <laughs> Rosalinda, love you, Gregorio. Rosalinda, I Linda, Rosalinda. She gonna be so happy to see me. Hola, Gregorio. Chariso and eggs for you. Para me. <laughs> para me, para tu. Para me, para you. Por favores, señorita, mamacita. Yeah. <laughs> she gonna be cool as hell. Five o'clock on Friday, she gonna be ready to get home to my family. Oh, Rosalinda, say adios, adios. Mm. <laughs> right, shout out to Rosalinda in the building. Rosalinda, Rosalinda be in the kitchen making tamales and see the next junior college girl come in. Rosalinda gonna be like, "Damn, this dude a monster." Mm. The girl comes in. Hi. Kaylee comes in. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no. And then Rosalinda. Oh, I see you yesterday. Kaylee says, I wasn't here yesterday. Oh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were here yesterday. I've never been here before, Kaylee says. Rosalinda. Oh, I know. <laughs> All right. They nada. They nada. They nada. All right, shout out to Rosalinda. 
No mucho gusto. <laughs> he says, Dio mio, wrong muchacha. Dio mio, who says it, JF. Dio mio, wrong muchacha. Sorry, senorita. All right, anyway, let me stop messing around with Rosalinda. I appreciate for Rosalinda to show up. Yes, I will have one. <laughs> I'm going to have one. It's my goal to have Rosalinda. She's going to be downstairs in my maid quarters down there. All right. She's going to be, that's going to be her little room. It's going to be like five feet wide, four feet wide, five by four. She's going to have a little bed in there working Monday through Friday. She get to go see her family. Anyway. All right. Shout out to, uh, let's go back to Josh. He's talking about having a LinkedIn profile. I just will be honest. I'm not a very proficient in LinkedIn because I don't use LinkedIn as a social media to get into jobs, but I know people do. And those are people that connect with people corporately. Um, I do have one. I very rarely go over there, but I know people that work in human resources that do use LinkedIn to recruit. So with that being said, if you are in a job that depends on other jobs in the network, LinkedIn is, is where it's, it's where it's at. Okay, I just don't have that anymore. And I haven't had that even with fitness training. It was n little to no help unless I was. So anyway, I don't know if you should have a professional create one for you. I don't know, man. What's the expense? What's the expense? I don't know. When I don't know, I tell you, I don't know. Somebody might help this brother out here. All right. <laughs> he said a Filipino nurse, too. Yep. And I'm going to have a Filipino nurse come in. Come check my blood. Ling, ling. I'm going to have a Latino. Uh, let me see here. All right. Shout out to Loud Pocket. Shout out to the usual suspects main in the building. Shout out to the usual suspects. No government name, but I see it here, but you didn't say anything. I appreciate you. Shout out to uh, Rob says rich people need another Hugh Hefner savior. Mm. Hmm. Is it that Dave? What's his name? Dan Bilzerian. Is he the next Hugh Hefner? There will be no magazines. Juan Pomeris, million dollars worth of game. That was $30 million worth of game, and you ain't never lied in the building. You ain't never lied. Hey, we teach guys. We teach guys that, you know, the same, the same thing that got you with women and as you elevate has to be different. You got to have a change. You got to change how you deal with women once you elevate into a position. All right, Super Rosky. Super Raw says, started watching CGA in my junior year of college. In those years, I became a software engineer doing cybersecurity for a military part-time and becoming a six-figure earner. CGA keeps us, keep up motivating us. Shout out to you. Congratulations to you, brother. Man, you out there killing it. It shows you it's possible. It shows you it's possible. Man, my man's in college, man. He, I mean, he just, he graduated from college not too long ago and my man's earning, boy. JC says the, that principal deleting, wait, that principal deleting himself for less. Sad to see. Indeed. Checkmate says, what are the tenets, tenets of the free agent lifestyle? That is no marriage, no long-term relationships and no cohabitation. Now, should you ever do it? The purpose is the, the, the that statement is answered in the book. Should you ever do it? Most people think that's a permanent state. But that state is to get you where you need to go. And then I'm giving a little bit away. And then you're, what you're going to do is you're going to turn around and look at those available options to you again from a different position in life. All women should appreciate this, but they know 
once you do this, they're going to lose position in your life. They're going to lose favor. For instance, if a woman's in your life and you're trying to grow, right, she'll even sabotage your growth. We're going to get to that in a minute. She'll sabotage her growth or she'd be looking at it like, oh, you don't need that. And money's not the answer. And money's the root of all of you. And money, all you need is love and money. Uh, you're working too hard. You're doing too much. And you're growing and growing and growing. She knows she, you're going to grow out of her. She knows you're going to grow out of her. She's going to lose her spot. Now, what's going to happen is once you get to that position, you're going to turn around and look at that. You look at that woman who was offering you everything, which is basically the only thing she had, which was love. You're going to look at her and you're going to realize you would have made a bad deal more than likely. Number two. You're going to turn around and look and see, am I willing to lose everything that I work for in the name of love, in the name of marriage? Am I willing to cohabitate with a woman now that I got to this position? You're probably going to look and say, well, maybe, but not for 90% of the rest of the women out there. When really before you would have messed with 90% of those women. It's a position where you come back and you can look down and go, wow, seeing what I've seen, knowing what I know, building what I built. I'm not, it's not worth it. Or you might say it is worth it and I'm going to go through these steps. I'm going to make her go through these steps to make sure she qualifies. But you wouldn't have made her go through those steps when you were broke. When you were broke or you were in a worse place, you had low self-esteem, you were running low, low quality game. You wouldn't have made her go through those paces. But now you'll be like, oh, well, I, I make, I'm going to make $30 million in the next five years. This is what you need to do. Many women will disqualify themselves. This is this is game. Many women will look at that like they look at me when I said, y'all, y'all can't compete with me. There ain't no way you on my level. Some women will be like, what? I'm not doing that. Good. It solves the problem. Never be mad that a woman looks at you up and down and goes, see, the reason I can do that is because I already know I have more value doing her anyway. She going to be broke looking for somebody to pay her rent in about 60 days. I know that I'm like, well, to find another me going to be problematic for you. <laughs> I mean, just to let you know, I can find another you faster than you can find another me. That's how I look at it. But she'll be like, why? Uh, I ain't going through that. She did you a favor because whatever she's preventing, whatever she's saying, she's not going to do for you to qualify. What? That's exactly what she's going to do with you. When you commit to a relationship, she's going to treat you like shit because you believe your shit and she believes you a piece of shit. So if she says to you, I ain't doing all of that, she saved you. Now you don't have to deal with her. She don't want, she was gonna, she's not listening to you to qualify. She think you ain't shit when you trying to qualify for her. And she's asking you to commit. She's asking for you to commit. And then when you put standards on her, she's like, I ain't gonna do that. Perfect. Bye. <laughs> no. Bye. You just made it easier for me. See, you guys don't realize this. You guys don't realize this. Not a lot of men will ever be in this position in life. But it's easy. It don't take much to get you here. You can get here in less than two years. You can get here in less than five years. Then you're going to turn back around. You're going to put standards on women. They're going to balk at you. And then you just let them go. Walk. I'll find another you before you find another me. Let me just put it this way. You'll need me before I need you. You guys got to look at yourself in that way. I don't know, man. Not a lot of people can do that because you're so worried about what women think of you. There's not many women that I worry about what they think about me. <laughs> it's a weird place. It's a weird place. I wasn't here that long ago. I mean, this is a very progressive 
place to be. That's because I probably banged better looking women than the women that you're worried about what she thinks about you. I've already been with them, embedded them. Sometimes I realize that didn't even matter. I'm like, eh. So when I look at her and she's like, look at them, look at you and you this and you that. I'll be like, and? And how does that matter to me? <laughs> it's a weird place to be. And I, guys, I'm telling you, it took me years to get there. It took me years, effort, hard work. It's, it's a weird place where you don't worry about what most women think about you. You're just like, eh, and how does that impact me? So you don't like me, so you think I'm ugly, and then the junior college be at my door. <laughs> Somebody said the world is fun when you don't give a F. And there's a different thing about giving an F. Some people say they don't give an F, and they really care. I'm going to tell you, I really don't care. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's kind of like, guys, the numbers favor you. Game guys will say it's a numbers game. That's a beta mindset. I know. It goes against the grain. A beta mindset, which they will say it's a numbers game. And they'll have you believe you have least of the favor where you got to run around and try to oppress them and run around and run around. No, the numbers favor you. It's a number game for women. I'm going to say this again. It's a numbers game for women. When you're low quality, it's a numbers game because you're trying to impress them. But I know I can change most women's life overnight. Overnight. Like, if you woke up in my life, most American women, it would change your life. I, I'm, it, it's, you know what I mean? You will wake up and problems will be alleviated. You wouldn't have to worry about certain things just like that. Now, I don't make a lot of money. I make no money. I actually don't have a job. So it's not that I would pay any bills. But in all areas of your life, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're watching me saying you're bullshit. I don't care if you're watching me and you're saying I'm ugly. I know. I know that your life would change overnight by associating with me. And it doesn't have to do with money, but that's what it is. If you want to think it's about money, it's about money. But with that being said, <laughs> I'm unemployed. Anyway, so I have to beg for none. I have to beg for nobody. Let's get back to the rest of the show. He said overnight. Overnight, you'd be in a different echelon. Overnight, you wouldn't be worrying about listening to helicopters flying over your, flying over your, you wouldn't listen to people getting shot in the park. <laughs> anyway, and it has nothing to do with money. You would just be in a different place. You'd be in a different place. All right, anyway. Let's get to Meg the Lion-Ass Stallion. <laughs> Somebody said celebrity overnight. Overnight celebrity. Matter of fact, if you were looking to build your persona online, if you were a woman and you were like, I want to build my persona online, all you would have to do is come to me and we would make a deal. You would build your persona overnight. 
overnight. You would be visible overnight. You would be viewed by millions of times over in a month. I'm just telling you how fast that would change your life. Now, you would have you would be giving me a cut. <laughs> You'd be giving me a cut. But I will expose you to hundreds of thousands of people just like that. Just like that. And then people will be asking who you were. They be asking for your Instagram. And it will go boom, just like that. Kaboom. <laughs> Kaboom. You be popular that fast. Because I know I would just sit you right here. I would say, sit here. Don't say nothing. Just sit in the back. I will put you in my vlogs. I will put you on my channels. I put you on my Instagram posts. You be going boom, just like that. Skyrocket. And that would change your life overnight. You could make an OnlyFans. You could do whatever the hell you want to do. And I know you're like, nah, no, nah, but dude, I got men of your prime different demographics that would love, they would simp over you overnight. But anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and um, let's go ahead and talk about Meg the Lion Ass Stallion. Yeah, I'll make you famous, right? I'll make you famous around here. Let's see here. Meg the Stallion's attorney confirms that she lied about having segs with Tory Lane. So let's get to it. And I did a stream on this one, but here we go. Now the court case is going. Now the court case is going. Here you go. Meg the Stallion legal team confirms that she slept with Tory Lanez during her court session. Now they're doing this. They're proving stuff. Now I want you to let you know. Here's the deal. She said with the interview with Gail King, and I did a stream on this, that she did not have sexual relations with Tory Lanez. But now that it's come out, and we'll show you the clip, that I did a stream on now that it's come out that it's in court. Now she's lying. And I have a opinion that she's lying about the entire thing. And I'll show you why here, but let's go ahead and show you this. This was the clip that I did a breakdown on. And I said, this woman's lying. Not only is she lying about this, she's lying about the entire incident. Let's go ahead. And most people knew this, but it is what it is. Did you have an intimate relationship with him? Like sexual? Yeah, yeah. Did you, have, did you, Megan? Did you have a sexual relationship with Tory Lanez? Yes, that's my question. Um, I didn't have a sexual relationship with Tory. Did you have an intimate relationship? So, um, in in most cases, false alligators will get exposed. We're hoping that false alligators get exposed. She just lied there to collect sympathy, fake crocodile tears, and false alligating. Now, her lawyer has confirmed yes, they had a sexual relationship, as we knew. But now it even gets deeper than this. But let's go ahead and break it down like I broke it down before. Did you have an intimate relationship with him? Damsel in distress, lying, all of this shit. <laughs> she looked away. Oh, uh, I don't know. Like sexual? Like sexual. Intimate sexual. What do you mean? Did you have an intimate relationship with him? Like sexual? Yeah. Gail King. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Have, did you <laughs> Girl, why are you doing that to me? Gail King. Did you, Megan, did you have a sexual relationship with Tory Lanez? Yes, that's my question. She's nodding no. My body said no. Um. 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 Bruh. Dude, they should have thrown out her case right there. And, of course, these courts civilly, criminally, 
and as we prove, a criminal case clogged up by a woman having a temper tantrum. This one, a civil case, I believe, or maybe there's a criminal charge here. I think there is for Tory Lane. Clogged up by her lying instead of just sucking it up and taking that L. Nope, they don't want to take L's until it's too late and they cost everybody their career and their job. This is called this is called dragging you into the abyss. This is called the bull in a china shop. Many time in the family court, it's the same bullshit. Oh, he abused this. He abused that. He was an abuser. He was an abuser. He was an emotional terrorist. And then all of a sudden, when they can't prove the shit, um, costing everybody hundreds and thousands of dollars, paying for lawyers, kids to go to college and law school, all because she had a bad day and got embarrassed. Um, yeah, um, my ass. What are you talking about? Drop the case on these people, man. We should drop the case on these people. I didn't have a sexual relationship with Tori. All right, let's go back to the, let's go. <laughs> this is sad, bro. This is sad. Let's go back. Her attorneys, her lawyers confirm her legal team has confirmed. And I know this isn't the source, a good source, but this is true. Just go ahead and look it up. Her legal team confirms that she slept with Tory Lanez. Absolutely sickening. So in court, we have a phrase. It's a Latin phrase. Falsus in uno. Falsus in omnibus. Look it up. Falsus in uno. Falsus in omnibus. Meaning if you lie about one thing, everything you say is a lie. Everything else should be thrown out. Falsus in uno. Falsus in omnibus. She lied about this. She hid it. Lie by omission. She lied straight to the public. The court of public opinion. Then she went to court and they said, you're under testimony. You're under oath. If you lie, you could be charged with perjury. And then they start giving up the ghost. <laughs> Absolutely sickening. And then, of course, of course, Tory Lane's probably going to get his career destroyed. He was under house arrest. He lost mad sponsorships. He had fake phony rappers persecuting him, saying that he killed or he tried to kill this black woman. And here we are. Here we are. Let's show you this. Now that this also came up, Kylie Jenner told Megan she had to leave her house because of the way she was acting. She was acting recklessly. You guys can't see this. Let me go ahead and remove that. So they, if you guys don't know the story, they all went to a party. Uh, it sounds like Tory Lanez was trying to run game on Kylie Jenner, but he also was smashing a couple of the girls, and we'll hear that. Kylie Jenner told Megan that she had to leave the house because of the way she was acting. So her, her behavior got them tossed out of a party. Meg the Stallion's behavior got them tossed out of a party. What was she mad at? Allegedly, it's being reported that Megan and her ex-BFF, Kelsey Nicole, both were messing with Tory Lanez. And that's not all. <laughs> the baby, pictured here, and Ben Simmons... And an altercation between the two happened in the SUV. So it sounds like Tory Lanez probably didn't do the shooting. Maybe the BFF did. Maybe there was no shooting at all. We don't know. But it sounds like both of them was getting <laughs> their guts ran by these three men all together. <laughs> what happens is what the bedroom does become public. What you do in the bedroom does get these women emotional. By the way, two of the three, two out of three of these men are under five foot five. The baby and, and the baby did acknowledge that he smashed 
um, Meg the Stallion. Everybody's like, why does that matter? Because it probably led to this incident. And, tore, and this woman, Meg the Stallion, did not deny that. Now, Meg the Stallion's a tall woman, I assume. Allegedly. But the baby and Tory Lanez are under five foot five combined. Okay. And then Ben Simmons is all of six foot nine. So here's the thing, man. We talked about this earlier about true polygamy or are we are we doing monogamy? The reality is we're not. Many times that these some of these women, not all of these women, some of these women are doing things, sharing partners, sharing higher tier men, cheating, watching these men cheat on her. And they stick around for it. Then later on, they get washed up. They get tired of the jerks. And that's you. Then they want to settle down after they, not all, but after many of them have had this fun. The fact that these guys, oh, high value men can't cheat. I wouldn't stick around for it. These two bozos, Kelsey and Meg, are fighting over three men they're both smashing. And one of these men was trying to get Kylie Jenner, allegedly, right in front of their faces. That's why they acting up. Mm. <laughs> Goodness. And that's you. She 5'10". What is the baby's height? I know Tory Lanez is 5'3", allegedly. But the baby can't be taller than 5'7". So again, one of those things that we, all of these stories, you can wrap everything up in. When you 5'7 and rich, nobody cares. No woman's going to care. You got status and height. It's mostly a status. And I always say status trumps anything. I don't think the difference between Tory Lane bank account and the baby's bank account is that enough to distinguish if they're going to, these girls are going to mess with them. Tory Lane's is probably not as rich as the baby. So it don't matter. No, they're not counting that. What they're counting is the status. The baby is what? No, he's not four nine. He says, if you're five, seven and nobody, and that's a different story. That's true too. So status usually comes with money. Yes, but that's why I say, yeah, status is the big trumper, though, because attention is attached to status, to status. And then money, obviously, is also attached to it, too. Just like I said, woman comes into my life. She wants to promote her social media. She would skyrocket immediately. If she had no followers, she'd have a lot of followers overnight. Who said four nine? OK, all right. Anyway. Five eight, the baby. The baby's 5'8". Tory Lanez is about 5'3". So, and he's smashing 5'10", Meg Thee Stallion, in heels. And Meg Thee Stallion has millions of men that probably want to do what a 5'3 guy is doing. Right? Isn't it interesting? It is interesting, huh? He said the baby a shooter, though. He is a He is legally a shooter. <laughs> He is legally a shooter. So again, dangerous man, the bad guy. I'm six foot two. I am six two. Did you know Derek Jackson's six foot five? Anyway. Tori is five six. I'm sorry. Tori is five three. I'm I, I think that's what I looked up. Tori Lane's height. Tori Lane's height. They say he's small, small comparison to the other small guys. Five foot three. Tori Lane's, according to the internet. He claims he's 5'7", but he is actually 5'3", Tory Lanez. This is going to be the guy, the Canadian rapper here, that they were going to deport. 5'3". All right, um, let me see. The baby height listed as, let me see. So all that shit goes out the window when status of money is in the building. 
they say the baby is uh claims he's five seven, but they list him at five six five seven. All right, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, I've been with much taller women. I've been with women six one six two. So height is not a factor to me, especially at this point in my life. I mean, it's again, it's one of those things. If a woman was like, "Nah, you ain't tall," oh, okay, bye. I'm not going to be like, but it's reprehensible for you to judge women on height. If we can't judge women on weight, I wouldn't even waste my breath. <laughs> waste my breath trying to prove that shit. All right, next. All right, where are we at here? JC says, I was comparing the Texas coach case to the principal. Oh, yeah. Who deleted himself? This is JC. Both times it was a woman calling the cops. Keep an eye on this guy. Oh, shoot. Uh, I wouldn't. Man, that would be a sad situation if that guy deleted himself. The Texas coach. I I will send out a prayer for him. If people believe in prayer, we'll send out a prayer for the Texas coach. Main event is coming up. Let me get to the other ones here. He said, doesn't matter when you're in bed. Yep, doesn't matter. It's mostly women will say that, you know, hoping that you're going to do an extra. All of that. It don't matter to me. Eugene. Morgan in the building. Thank you over on the cash app. And let me check Venmo and PayPal before we get on with the main event topic. No government name. Chris Beer's fiance was on her way to living a life where she never had to work. Now she realizes that she killed the goose with the golden egg and probably has to work for the rest of her life. Ladies. I don't know what Chris Beer did. It sounds like she definitely instigated. If you're listening to that story and you're like, well, he 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 beat her up. She fumbled the bag, right? Wow. Macaroni, Tony. He says, yo, I'm oh, sorry. Sniper accuracy once again. My ex would always criticize how basic my diet was and how I didn't have a headboard. Now I have a six-pack and live in a gated community. She broke, and I'm up. Yeah. Did y'all break up? No. She broke. I'm up. Mm. One of the things that... um Hey, success is the best revenge. Success is the best revenge. Uh, I've had, you know, I've done a lot of women dirty. I broke a lot of hearts and ghosted a lot of women myself. But there have been women in my life that that were there and they didn't really appreciate the position I was in in life. And many of them made it complicated or they said, I'm going to get off right here. And I always said, you know what? I'm going to make you regret that shit. <laughs> so, then they come back and look, oh, you seem like you're doing well for yourself. Yes, I am. But there's no room for you here because you qualified for me when I was broke. But you definitely don't qualify now. Man, he says, not going to throw you off tonight. Uh, but boy, do you do, wait? Do you have one for tomorrow and the rest of the week? The Devin Sterling situation. The Devin Starling. Hold up for a second. Devin Starling. I'm going to look it up. Oh, what the hell happened? <laughs> oh, hold on for a second. It's right here. TSU TSU football staffer arrest, arrested for ramming players' car. This is a woman? Attacks running back with her car. Oh, boy. I can't wait. I'm going to pull that up tomorrow. I got a lot of great stories that you guys have suggested to me. I'm going to work on them tonight. Let me see. <laughs> Let me check my phone. Yeah, I'll work on them tomorrow morning. All right, uh, let's see here. Loud Pocket says, having a filet mignon 
and cream spinach listening to you after that i'm smoking a stogie free agent for life in the building yes indeed thank you brother oh uh let's see no government name says i saw a liberal streamer named destiny debating red pill channels recently i did some research on him oh it's a guy destiny is a guy i did research on him only to find out he's in open marriage what a surprise he says i think men ruin their lives and deflect reality because they have no respect for themselves look at that so my brother here i think you have a channel so there was a guy coming out against red pill and only to find out he's been demoralized by his woman so he has no other means to uh find some respect than attacking what we're doing over here yeah open relationship guys any man in an open relationship i'm sorry the majority of men in an open relationship are taking an l Every now and then you might find one to try to say that he's taking the W or he might say, I just like my woman getting smashed and cream pied by other men. And you might find favor in that. Fine. All right. But, <laughs> yo, most men are taking fat L's. And the one of the reasons why is because the women don't recruit on your behalf. They recruit on their behalf. So it's easy for her to get some some looks coming her, her way. But she's not going to be concerned with that. She's like, go find your source of women. Go tap in. And it's much harder. It's much harder for you to find women than it is her to find men. She walks up to me and says, I'm in an open relationship. And you go like this. You give her a nod like this. I'm taking her to the room just like any man would. But if, if you walk up to a girl and be like, I'm in an open relationship. Where's your girl? She over there talking to another guy. Hey, come tell her I'm in an open relationship. She like, go and do whatever you want. No woman's going to be like, oh, really? Okay, now I'm going to ride your Johnson. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even if she endorses it, the woman's going to be like, well, the woman's got to have some sort of desire for you. It's a hard L. Trust me, I've been there. I've been in the room with couples that had open relationships, and the dude was just sitting there having to watch because he had nothing going on. And she was getting monster violated. By multiple men. And she was liking it. And he was just sitting there looking. <laughs> he was sitting there looking. I'm watching him. And I'm with his girl. And he's like, I sure wish I had some action tonight. <laughs> she getting tag team. We just uh, tagging in. Whipping her into the world. Bam. Putting her in the Boston Crab. And he over there dropping legs on her neck. And she in she in euphoria, and he just is sitting there. <laughs> I tell you, look, I'm gonna tell you this how you look. Yeah, she literally getting the choo choo train random. Hey, look, this how he was. I give it. I swear to God, <laughs> I swear to God, this woman, <laughs> this dude, we in the free. Look, I'm giving y'all too much detail. We in the Fairmont Hotel, tag teaming. This dude was like this in the dark. You know where? Think of a hotel room. Think of a hotel room. Hotel room. We open the door. Yes, I'm on the dark side. I'm just letting y'all. Wait, that's not the dark side. Yes, I'm on the dark side. I'm just letting y'all know. Overshare? All right, I won't share it. I won't share. I'm not going to tell what I was doing. Who wants to hear this story? Should we move on? Should we move on? All right, let's move on. All right, anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you what he was looking like because I looked over in the corner. Okay, you know a hotel room. You walk in, the bed's there. You know uh, the bathroom's here. 
and that little closet right here, right? The little closet. So you walk in the hotel room and you got to walk towards the bed. Of course, tag team, we demolition in this person. Ta we tagging in and tagging out. All right. So <laughs> he's over with the lights cut off. He's standing between the door entry, the bathroom, and the um and the closet. He just standing there with with I can barely see his half of his face. <laughs> like I looks over. He just watching. Like, wow. I'm like, that couldn't be me. He watching steam, his glasses steaming up. He's like, oh, wow. This looks great. Wow. And then the up oh, man, I tell you, man, it's just open relationships are not for no man. Anyway. Don't do it, guys. It's a trap. All right, let's get to the main event. Who ready for the main event? Oversharing, yes. Oh, uh, where are we at here? Wait, that's not it. Where are we at here? Let's see. We are on. Uh, oh, I did. I did forget to show you uh, Chris Beard coming out the the jail, but that's neither here nor there. Puff Daddy, Puff Daddy, um, Puff Daddy, Diddy allegedly knocks up. A Ling Ling. Age 51. Let's go ahead and share the screen here. A allegedly a married Ling Ling, but I cannot confirm. But there are rumors out there that a woman went into a Newport Beach hospital. I'm going to assume it is Hogue Hospital in Newport Beach based on my previous um, living there. This woman was not on the radar. Allegedly, if she is a married woman, let's go ahead and scroll up. Allegedly, if she is married, it is alleged that possibly, uh, allegedly, that she didn't realize who had knocked her up until the baby had come out. This is allegedly. I don't know if that's confirmed. But she indeed has been confirmed to be the baby mother. Now, let's go ahead and read this story. 28 years old compared to Puffy's 51. Where are the women saying this is reprehensible? They're not because Puff Daddy has status. He has status. Nobody's looking at the age difference here. But if I was doing this at age 51 and I was talking about 28, 27, 26 year old women, people would have be calling me a metaphile right now. The difference between men and women is that men can make you famous overnight or infamous and they can make you a lottery winner. This is why women are looking at this super hypergamy like crazy. Even if she was married to a guy, this is a hypergamy situation. Uh, hyper hypergamy situation that I talked about earlier today. There's always a bigger, better option, and there's always an option to hit the lottery at any moment. This woman has hit the lottery. Okay, let's go ahead and talk about this. This is why hypergamy is so crazy. It says right here, mystery mama of new daughter revealed 28-year-old cybersecurity specialist. What is her name? Did he shock the world when he revealed he had recently welcomed a new baby girl into the world. And now we've learned more about the baby mammy. And we know Diddy. I'm baby. Says right here, Diddy. I'm sorry. According to the baby's birth certificate, love Sean Combs was born on October 15th. Damn, this is a. So she already been born and out in Newport Beach, California. She definitely looks like a Newport Beach. Ling Ling. It says Diddy is listed as the father and 28 year old Dana. Tran is the mother. 
All right, Tran to me, I believe, is a Filipino name. I want to say she's Filipino. Tran does strike me as a Filipino last name. All right, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Dana, wait, Dana goes by Dana T on her most of her socials, though it appears her Instagram was recently deleted. All right, so she got out of there. Vietnamese, we're going Vietnamese. Sorry, guys, I was incorrect. Tran is going to be Vietnamese. Namese. Thank you, brothers, for connect correcting me on that one. Tran is going to be Vietnamese. So we got a Vietnamese. Somebody says, I know Ling Ling, and it is Viet. All right. Shout out to hey. You know what? Coach Gang, I appreciate y'all for correcting me, man. Coach Gang for the win in the building. All right. So we got a Vietnamese young lady right here. All right. Um, Dana works in cybersecurity industry and appears to be a SoCal native. It is unclear exactly when Diddy or Dana met. Well, we know about when they met or the extent of their relationship, but obviously Diddy isn't hiding being a new daddy. And this is his uh, Twitter, I believe. I am so blessed to welcome my baby girl, Love Sham Combs, to the world. Mama Combs, Quincy, just, and I'm not going to read all these kids' names. All right, but he's admitting that he's the father. He wrote Sunday, I'm so blessed to welcome. Okay, I already read all that. This is his seventh child. Men and celebrities, and particularly black men, but this is not exclusive to black men. Tom Brady did have outside kids as well. He was a single uh, single daddy. He knocked up a woman and didn't marry her. But it appears that we love to give away free lottery tickets to a woman that is probably going to expire sexually marketplace-wise, although right now she seems to be at the peak of her game. Now, let's just say this. Many people would have seen Mrs. Tran's social media. Obviously, you see the big, big, big boobies and all of this stuff. There would be guys that would be going, she a eight, she a seven, she a four, she a six, you know, lying to yourselves. But let's be honest. I'm going to say with makeup, she's in the eight, she's in the nine club. All right. Especially you're talking about Southern California with makeup. But this is an excess of a lot of makeup. But we'll we'll show you what she really looks like here. With this, in Southern California, this is a good piece. This is a good piece. But with that being said, a lot of women look like this in Southern California, especially Vietnamese, Asian women. She looks like a lot of women. Uh, but for some reason, she got into a pup daddy's bed, which shows you he thought she was good enough. Let's go ahead and show you here. These are going to be some photos of her, and it will show you the range of her looks. A lot of people will say she's a baddie. Um, I'm going to say she's a good-looking woman, but... Uh, let's go ahead and show you here. Why can't I get the whole page up here? All right, let's go ahead and show you. Uh, this is going to be a picture of her here with a lot of filter on. Obviously, is that what is that sign back there? Is that going to be a Maybach? I can't tell what that is. Is that Rolls Royce double R? She she got a double R with the sky ceiling. Mm, think she's been passed around the industry. But here you go right here. This is what I want to show you. This is what I want to show you. This is what I want to show you right here. This is what she really looks like. I'm not here to demean her. But for everybody that was saying she was a baddie, Master Splinter has entered the building. Mm. Master Splinter has entered the building. So can you see the extreme range that she has? And this is admittedly a makeup picture. Just another day of doing my makeup in the car. So she's going to show a makeup transition. 
She's not bad, but she's not what she's perceived to be. This is what you're waking up against. Wow. 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 Okay. So we got 28 year old woman. Here she is here. This is, this is her master splinter style. You know, there's a lot of tomfoolery here, but she's definitely not going to be in the eight, nine range now, but she's still good looking. She's still good looking woman. All right. And she is growing though, but I'm not sure if this is pregnancy, but I don't think it's pregnancy because it appears that she's getting a shot here. This is what girls do in the bathroom. Give each other shots. That's very Southern California of you. Give you belly shots of testosterone or whatever hormone they're injecting under there. So, ay, ay, ay. Yeah, she's getting a little soggy. I don't know what she's shooting into her belly there, but. Uh, when he plays with another, wait, when he plays with other people, that's her with her dog. I haven't seen any photos of her husband yet. So that's what I'm looking for. That's her at home. This is her at home. Um, I'm going to say this is not real, but that's neither here nor there. She's, she's widening up here, but some people like them thick. I don't know. I can't tell. Uh, let's see here. Oh, there she is again. She's got a bonnet. Oh no. She don't got a bonnet, do she? This is reprehensible. And she got a bonnet. You ever been with a baddie? She says. Transformation. So this is a pre-transformation, but she got the bonnet on. Ay, ay, ay. Ninjas. Not the bonnet. Oh, not the ninja braids. Oh, my goodness. So you can tell she a straggle. She a straggle. This is not a, this is not a bookworm Asian chick right here. This is a straggle. All right, so everything about her just sings out straggle. Where's her husband at? She says, me to my mans who isn't my mans. When was this put out? So this is, I think she's trying to signal, she's trying to signal that she's impregnated by a rapper, right, or a puff daddy. Because this right here was three months before the child was born. No, no, no. I'm wrong. This was years before. This was years before, so I'm completely wrong about that. I take it back. Allegedly. This is her. Yeah, she done got bigger. So let's go back. Hold up for a second. She didn't got bigger over the past couple of years. And this was probably pre-pregnancy four hours ago. I can't really tell. But she was a lot thinner back here. Let me see. Let's go back. Even if you look at my thumbnail picture. Oh, boy. Jesus. All right. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm being judgmental. I'm just trying to show you. But nonetheless, she's hit the lottery. But we got to be more protective of our seed. It sounds like to me, this is all alleged. It sounds like that he knew it possibly could be his baby. And if she indeed did have a husband or a boyfriend that he believed was the baby, she probably tipped him off. It possibly could be yours and potentially allegedly might have waited for the baby to come out to surprise the other guy and says, oops. The baby does look like it's half Asian Blasian. Diddy, it's yours. And he must have been in them guts enough to realize it definitely could be his baby because he didn't balk at it. He had immediately announced it once it was about to go public. So I think, I think that there's no dispute about it, meaning that he was rearranging them guts and dropping off the kids and he knew it could have been his. In fact, now, my thing is, if she was just on the side, on the periphery, because we know him to have a relationship with that girl, young Miami, 
whatever her name is, young MIA, young Miami, that he was seeing her enough to know that it possibly could be his, but at the same time, keeping her hidden from the public, which would be, you know, it, you know, listen, people can do what they want with their time. But I think that uh, it would, it's interesting that she was able to re remain anonymous all this time, but they did look up the court. They did look up the doctor re records and it did indeed. He's on the birth certificate. Let me see here. Does it say much about her here? Let me see if they say anything about her. Her name is Young Miami. The City Girls Girls right here. It says right here, he sees other people outside of me. This is the girl. This is a girl named Carisha. Please. I'm not sure if that's Young Miami. He sees other people outside of me, and I see other people outside of him. All right, it says right here, Carisha Brownlee explained at the time. I'm young. I'm dating. I'm, you know, having fun. I'm doing me. He does the same thing. So they're in an open relationship, which he probably, I don't know what their dynamic is to be fair, but I don't really care. But I don't think they're in a committed relationship. Okay. And she's saying they're both seeing other people. So yeah, I mean, when it, that type of open relationship is different, I'm talking about if you're in a committed relationship, but open, they seem to be open, but non-committal, which is fair. Mm. Carissa. Interesting. What do you guys think about this? We talk about black men, black celebrities throwing their seed away, dating the low-hanging fruit in the um, in the opposite races, right? You go to another race of women and you make them lottery contestants. Dr. Umar talked about this. You never see these men um, impregnating or getting into a relationship with rich women, although Kanye West was in the exception. Did you consider her low-hanging fruit of her own race? I would. She's in Newport Beach and seems to has a have a business. I'm gonna say not as much. I'm gonna say not as much. Although people can make a deal about her being slightly overweight or whatever, I'm gonna say this doesn't indicate directly a low hanging piece of fruit from the Vietnamese. But if she was married, if she was married, possibly it might change my mind because now we're talking about hyper hypergamy once again. If she was indeed married or in a relationship. And then she let him shoot up the club multiple times to where it was no question. Maybe they did a DNA test in between October and December. That was two months to do a DNA test. Confirm you the daddy, you the pappy. I'm the pappy. I'm going to say this does not qualify as uh, a guy choosing a low hanging fruit per se. Per se. She's a good looking woman. Makeup or not. Makeup or not. So this one doesn't qualify for that. But uh, but again, this does fit the narrative of hyper hypergamy. Huh? What do you guys think? He was at the club blue. Okay, all right. All all of them needs low hanging fruit. Wait, all of them needs low hanging fruit. Okay. Anyway. Culturally probably the Viets I know most have arranged marriages. I think what she's done is somewhat And and if anybody's ever been to Orange County, Everybody, anybody ever been to Orange County? Race kind of goes away and class precedes race to a greater extent, especially in the coastal areas of Orange County. Although there will be times that race can come up. I'm not saying it's anti-racist, but minorities that tend to come in and either work, live, either trying to hustle their way through Orange County, it becomes a definition of class. Class trumps. Money economic trumps 
if you're able to hustle, set up business, be in the know, have status, race becomes irrelevant in Orange County. I know people don't really see that because you live in a place where race is always kind of hanging over your head. But, you know, out there it's about the who you are, who you know. Uh, there's people who are multi, multi, multi-millionaires, billionaires. And some of these women rub elbows with them easily, easily. You can just, you could just get into a situation that's crazy. Somebody says here, all right, all right, here we go. Money is colorblind. Yeah, when you get into the coastal areas of California and even coastal area in Miami, coastal New York, race plays a part, meaning you're going to start seeing less of your race there. But once you get entree, entry into that society, it ain't about race no more. It's about the almighty dollar. And it's a tough, tough game. You can get your self-esteem ruined out there. Somebody says, I got so much stuff to say on this topic. Okay. Let me do this uh, super chat. He says, Santa Ana ain't Newport. No way. Uh, but but Santa Ana is close. It's like the opposite sides of the track where you can get a lot of Mexican or, or Latino people from Santa Ana to come in and be your your workforce. Okay, so Santa Ana is very close to Newport Beach within a 15-minute drive. And unfortunately, the working class lives 15 minutes outside of Newport, and many of them work in Newport, Costa Mesa, Laguna Beach, and Laguna Hills, and so forth as landscapers. As uh, what's going on with my stream here? What's going on with my stream? New, 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 new world order. Landscapers. I see my, oh, one of my streams are busted. Uh, they work as uh, domestics. They work as nannies. It's real big over there. Nannies and all of the West restaurants that are there. So they definitely do have. And it's a hustle even for those Santa Ana people because, you know what I mean? It's hard uh, to get into those jobs. My girl is from Santa Ana, but new moved to Orange. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Wasn't Orange County, California, the, the TV show Housewives or something? Yeah, the real Housewives of Orange County. All right, we got uh, Super Chats. Rational Rationality Coach, CGA speaks the truth. When 304s know you have the ability to attract the majority, it is an unsaid turn turn on to them. Keep them toes up. Mastodons for life in the building. You want them Mastodons. Uh, yes, they'll turn a blind's eye. I know women are like, I wouldn't let my high value man cheat. This is all nonsense. I don't know why they keep doing that. But as I say, trust their actions more than their words. If they have a guy who's making $30 million a year versus a dude and, and he he cheats, but don't embarrass his, she's just going to turn a blind eye. I don't know, whatever. Now, over time, she might get fed up and finally just be like, I can't take this anymore. And then she'll be like, for the last 10 years, he was cheating on me. But it proves she stuck around. You know what I mean? She stuck around and put up with it and worked on it. He promised, all right, I ain't going to do it no more. He was like, man, F that chick. And then I'm going to keep doing it. Now, I'm not encouraging high-value men to cheat because a lot of men say, well, if I was high-value man, I wouldn't cheat. This is all despicable behavior as well. You know good and damn well. <laughs> Have you ever been in a situation where women was just putting panties in your pocket? Yeah, me neither. You know what I mean? But when you got money, it happens. Trust me. I hate when broke people be speaking, <laughs> right? You ain't never going to be rich. So you're like, I will never cheat. What if your life changed overnight? What if your life changed overnight? All of a sudden you're worth 30 mil. 
Now, what you're going to think is I'll still be in Baltimore with my wife. Probably not. You're going to go to a place that's nice. You're going to move outside of Baltimore into a crazy neighborhood, and it's going to be eyes wide shut. And there's going to be women walking up, putting their numbers in your pocket. It's going to be women just thinking you're just the funniest thing alive. Oh, you're just so funny. And these women just uh, just got you eating out of their palm. I'll do whatever you want. I'll be quiet. Trust me. Shh, I won't say a word. Really? You be bending over flatbacks, <laughs> discarding them, giving them money, paying tuition. Right, right through it. I never cheat on. Mm. He says, you pay. You pay the woman to leave, not to stay. They'll be like, look, $1,000, I'll be out of your hair. $1,000, I give you what you want. I give you a full hour, two days, whatever you want to do. Put me up in the damn, put me up in the damn, put me up in the damn nice little suite. I don't care. I'll do whatever you want. And you like, $1,000 sounds like a deal to me. You'd be like, I'm checking. Because <laughs> you're going to go into your bank account. $30 million minus 1000 What is that? How much do I have left? A hell of a lot of money left. <laughs> Shit. I never cheat. Stop with the bullshit. You're going to be at the strip club. <laughs> Trust me, because I see people doing it. Yes. And the dudes that are laying low be doing it, too. I got stories on that. Where are we at? Uh, shout out to Sheldon Ross. He says, LOL, Destiny is in an open relationship. That she suggested, and he's bisexual. He says that guy can't tell any man anything about relationships. Boy, I don't even know who that person is. Right? I don't even know who Destiny is. Demon Deacon OG Pretty Thug drops by. He says it's not an overshare co coach. More dark side stories in the bill. Wow, wow. More dark side stories. I might have, I might think of one. I have to think of one because I've been on that dark side. I have to think of one in context of this. But um, once I got to the point where, yeah, once I got to see what the dark side is, and I didn't even have, I don't even have half of the dark side experience as many people have. And trust me, the wealthy, they be doing some debaucherous stuff. And they'll even admit it. I actually had a story that I told quite often of this woman, <laughs> this woman that I trained. Let me see if I can get to it. This woman that I trained that talked about what the husband did when they go to Mexico. I'll share that story next. Okay, I'll share that story next. And she was a wife. She was wife of one of the dudes. All right, let me get in here. But a lot of broke people, y'all just could not live a wealthy lifestyle because that would include going over. Y'all don't know what wealthy people be nasty out here. Not all of them. They doing some stuff. You know why? Because it's cheap to them. It means nothing to them. It's cheap. Like broke dudes that be like, that's tricking. I'm like, to a wealthy dude, that's nothing. <laughs> he buying her a car, paying her rent, these hoes winning. I'm like, yeah, but he he's worth he's worth a hundred million dollars. He ain't nowhere near tricking. He just be like, Pfft. and by the way, somebody said that's normal. Concubines, harems. Uh, when people say Dr. Umar Alpha get polygyny, multiple women, women look the other way. Women have affairs with married men that are. We know this to be true. And there's nothing that's going to change that. Even in America, the new world, the modern America, where we are full of false monogamy. 
the rich get the girls. I, if you don't believe it, go by where they at. <laughs> go by where the rich people be at. And it's nothing to them. It's just a part of business. It's just a part of a day. But it would be something to you. You ever been down to um, Newport Harbor? Go to Newport Harbor. Or Balboa. Go to Balboa Island, Newport Harbor. Walk around. You're not going to see anything right out of the norm. But on a popular, nice, sunny day, spring, summer, if you have the ability to do so, but you won't, you're going to find a boat to get on. Go get one of the, um, what do they call those boats where you pedal it? I can't remember. Go get on the boat. Go out on one of the, I, it begins with a D. Go back out on one of the boats with a, uh, where you go out there, you, the poor man's boat. I believe it's a, somebody, let me see here. Not a paddle boat. They call it something specific and it's slipping my mind. Not a catamaran. It's a little, it's a little boat. The ding, no, not the dinghy. Hold on for a second. No, 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 no. Hold on for a second. It's a foot paddle boat, but let me see here. Let me look it up. It's not a dinghy, but you can go out on the kayak too. Newport beach boat rental. You're going to rent it by the way. Somebody said paddle boat. Newport beach boat rental rental right here. Let me pull it up. Uh, he said, describe it better. I know I I'm doing a bad job of describing it. Hold on for a second. Let me see here. Duffy. It's called a Duffy. Duffy, Duffy, Duffy. I knew I had it with it. It's called a Duffy. So this is the Duffy. I'm going to show you what the Duffy looks like. This is a Duffy. Uh, Where is it? This is a Duffy. It's a Duffy boat. So this is what it is. It's basically you. It's a small power boat. You go on there right there. It's a Duffy. All right. So in Newport, Duffy's are the thing. It's the cheapest way to get into the water other than a really small boat. But Duffy is the, the, the name of the boat. Okay. So you get a Duffy. A Duffy and some wine. That's that's the thing. You go with Duffy. <laughs> he says, I'll suspect. So you go on the Duffy. This is the cheapest way. You get on the water. And you go away from the coast. As far as you can, but within the canal. You're going to see girls on big boats. Yachts. You're going to see them on small boats. You're going to see them in bikinis. Having fun and shit. Now you wouldn't have seen this on land as a damn as a damn regular person, uh, a land person. But you go and be a mariner. You go and be a mariner. You go into the marine. Then you're gonna see all kind of stuff. Houseboats. Just go anywhere that there's docks. Girls gonna be up there having fun, drinking wine, drinking beer, having old good old time, and leaving their memories out there in the marine. Then they come back to land. Oh, I was just out in the sun all day. <laughs> I was just out. They're not going to be on the Duffy clapping cheeks. They're going to be on the nice boat clapping cheeks. You're going to be out there. What? And sooner or later, sooner or later, with that, when the heat's hitting them, when when they're suntan oil, I don't care if they're black, Latina, or white, and, or Asian, that suntan oil hitting them, and it gets a little bit chilly, or this was still hot out there, them bikinis start falling off. Them bikinis start coming off when they get a little bit tipsy because they're going to have wine after wine after wine after wine. 
my my friends, it gets crazy out there. And some of these guys go out there with their boat and their wife is at home doing shopping, going to Costco and all that shit, going to the South Coast Plaza, going to Fashion Island. They out there on the boat, college girls out there. <laughs> college girls be out there on the boat. So with that being said, you guys got to know that that's how the game is played. That's how the game is played. You'll never see it until you see it. This is the same thing that happens in Miami. Same thing that happens off Martha Vineyard and all that shit. White Wolf style. Let me see here. Let me see if I can pull this up. Sugar. Sugar daddy boat. This is why they be like sugar daddy with a boat. Because they want to be able to do their shit way off, way offshore. Let me see here. What is this? There's a bunch of the. Oh, let me see here. Let me see if this explains it. Oh, look, look, let me show you. So look, th this is what I'm talking about right here. Look, check this out. So there's a guy right here. Let's go ahead and play it. Look, you see him? He white wolf. Let me let me let me put the uh let me put the music on it real quick. Hey. Look at Sick Daddy. Sick Daddy. Look at the sugar daddy right there. You can have whatever you like. Say that you can have whatever you like. Hey. Look at sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. <laughs> oh, no, man. Look, they love being a hey, white women love being on boats. I don't know what they do. They lose their mind. All right. White women are dangerous. They're the most dangerous because they lose their mind eating chocolate. They lose their mind drinking alcohol. They lose their mind on boats. They lose their mind on helicopters and planes all of a sudden. Oh, my God. All of a sudden. Oh, my God. They dangerous. They they really lose it. You know what I mean? They lose it over the slightest thing. They go right out of body, right out of body experience. All of a sudden, they be gluck, gluck, gawk, gawk. <laughs> they turn into Josie. I mean, for some reason, I don't know what it is about them. They totally weak to almost everything. They smoke some weed, they gone. They smoke a little bit of weed, they be like, pew! They turn into a whole different person. And then they come off the sober, and they be up there crying. Oh, I don't know what happened. I woke up, and my bikini pants was around my ankles. And she did all that shit. She was in there. I love Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love <gasps> Josie! <laughs> <laughs> they come out, they eat seafood, they turn into a whole nother person. What is it about them? That's that's what makes them dangerous. That makes them dangerous because they turn a whole different person. Hold on for a second. Let me look this up. Let me see. I'm going to look up the Minnesota Viking Boat Party. <laughs> Minnesota Viking Boat Party. Let's see if they got pictures. I might have to pull it up on the pictures here. But anyway, boat party. Let me see if I can pull up some images and see if they safe for work. All right, so here's the brothers right here. They didn't almost love. Oh, it was ODB on it. On Lake Minnetonka. Here it is right here. <laughs> oh, no. And of course, because brothers was doing it, they, they put them out. They put them out. Brothers was doing it. Meanwhile, White Wolf. 
do this every weekend. All right. <laughs> Here the brothers look. They brought all them Kayleys out there. They was like, they was like, yay. <laughs> all right. Minnesota Viking boat party. All right. They was out there with them Kayleys going nizzuts. And of course, they was like, this is reprehensible behavior. All right. Who is this? I can't even get it. I can't even get the right context because I can't find the pictures. I don't want to put. Oh, here it is. Is this the one? No, that's not it. Oh, this is the party boat. Yep. Here it is right here. This is my one of them. When they get on the boat, brothers, hey, one of the things about it is a woman does not have to own the boat to have a whole bunch of success on the boat. But brothers, if you buy a boat, <laughs> you buy a boat, you're going to have a whole different lifestyle. That's why dudes be buying boats. What's the phrase about a boat? Oh, wait a minute. I almost share something bad here. The best thing about a boat, the best two days of a boat, of buying a boat, is the day you buy it and the day you sell it. But they are underestimating it because there's another few best days that you're going to have. <laughs> okay. Boats are expensive to maintain. But dudes be buying boats, boats and hoes. They, they know what goes with having a boat. If you live anywhere with a lake, you live anywhere with a lake, Summertime and beer. You go on that lake, Lake Havasu. You go on that lake with that boat. It's going to be a whole debaucherous activity. Go to Lake Havasu. <laughs> go to Lake Havasu. They're going to be all of a sudden girls gone wild. Ten toes up. It's a mess. It's a debaucherous mess. So this is the thing that people, this is why they do what they do but anyway uh white wolf i wonder if there's any left remnants of white wolf white wolf tiktok he showed you white wolf white wolf got rest in peace oh man they didn't deleted all his videos did i save any white wolf videos he had them oh no let me see here boat he had all them young girls on the boat and they deleted his account they was like oh here's oh do we got one we got we just got a picture of white wolf they only got one picture. They deleted his TikTok because they because women could not handle that this old man kept having a group of young girls on his boat. Here's, that's, that's the only remaining picture of Mr. White Wolf. And White Wolf will come on there. <laughs> they were, Yep, they got White Wolf. And it's probably possibly my fault because I was the one sharing it. And y'all went and ran over there and, and gave him some shine and blew him up. But he had that boat. And every week he was like, Name and age, and they was out there. I'm 20. I'm a Kaylee. My name is 20. I'm 19. And everybody's like, them girls are 19, 16 and 17. He wasn't doing anything illegal. But they got his ass. Because the girls did look young, but they volunteered to be on that boat. Let me see. Man, I wish they still had his videos up. Because they were quite funny. Let me see. Let's see. Boat Party White Wolf. And sisters, you are not Im immune to this either. Oh, do you see my one video? Uh, my one video um, on the on the Coach Greg Adams. I'll show you here. I'll get to the rest of these. Let me see YouTube. Let me see if I can find it. All right, we're done talking about Diddy, so y'all can skedaddle. Where's my intro? Oh, I can't find it. My intro won't play. 
nope, the intro won't play. All right, so even on my intro, there's a point when I'm in Cancun and I pass the boat and I show you. Them girls be on them boats, man. They don't care. Those girls, when they get on boats, man, you go to Cancun, you go to Cabo, you get you a boat. I don't know why my intro won't play. Maybe if I sign in over here, I'm going to sign in. Oh, no, if I'm going to mess up the stream, if I do this, I'm going to sign in under. Oh, nope, I can't do it. So anyway, enough about that. Let's get over to, and I'm not telling you guys to do anything. Shout out to Eugene Morgan. If I have to watch my girl getting pounded and the steam is fogging up my glasses, I may have to pull a Chris Benoit and nobody leaves the scene. <laughs> oh, no. Don't need to do that. Don't need to do that. Because hopefully you're getting some too. Detroit. Sorry. Deshaun Rose. He says, good evening, truck driver in Detroit. Anyway, the coach accused of assault on fiance is a tragedy, a major fumble, a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl fumble on that part. But good luck to him. I believe he'll recover just fine. She can go marry an engineer doctor. Indeed. Yeah, man. Wow. Okay, let me check the rest of Venmo and then PayPal. Let me check the Super Chats as I'm doing this as well. Did I get Demon Deacon? I did. All right, YouTube Trash Talker Coach Race Matters in the UK uh, Royal Family. Race Matters in the UK Royal Family. Um, It probably does. I mean, I don't think they wanted Meghan Markle in that family. But um, I don't think I want to be a part of that family anyway. But I would have, I don't know, maybe I would have played the role. I think Meghan was already... She already had her plan or mind made up as to what she was going to do in that situation, in my opinion. Although, you know, there's a it's a complicated story. I believe she already knew that she was not going to comply. She was going to rebel in the in the Jezebel spirit. So I think she already had her excuse set up. She also probably was dealing with postpartum depression, depression. Okay. But I think she made up her mind well before she even got in there that she was going to be disrespectful. That's just my opinion of it. So she used race, but I don't think race was the prevailing factor, but it was a factor. I mean, it could, how could it not? And she also said, I've never been treated like a black person until I went over there. I mean, it says a lot about her experience. She's one of these sympathetic or she's one of these um, mulatto people, you know, uh, mixed race people are very insecure. They're insecure. They already know they're kind of in a odd situation. So you further complicate it by going over there in a situation that is very, very difficult, very difficult. And she went over there. She knew what she had to overcome, and she wasn't willing to overcome it because she was already insecure. So she set herself up for that. I don't know why. I don't feel sympathy for her. I'm not going to like, she experienced racism. Oh, no. F her, man. No. She did that on, she did that on her own. Anyway. Uh, my man Nicholas says, I personally don't like LinkedIn coach. He says it makes you a target to being canceled. Staying in the shadows is best. It does. You know what? Some people won't even LinkedIn with me because of who I am, but they know me personally. So that's why I don't use LinkedIn because some people were linked with me and they unlinked because of who I was. So be careful. Yeah. And so I don't feel sympathy for Meghan Marco at all. She chose to be in that situation. She could have made a better situation out of it. And I don't think the racism was that bad, in my opinion, not for what she was getting. I mean, I can get over that shit real fast. I've dealt with worse for a lot less. 
K Red from Toronto. Diddy is 53. My dad had a kid at 54. Females rush you because they are on the clock. They are on the clock. He says, not you. He says your work is much appreciated. So yeah, that's a situation. Hey, you, you guys that are highly status men and you don't want to have kids, you might want to get a vasectomy at that age. Get a vasectomy if you don't want to be knocking up because you're going to be sleeping with women that are pregnant, um, ability to have pregnant. And this is also why I tend to avoid women between. Remember that one guy said, that one guy said, coach should be messing with guys. He pulled out sit math. Coach should be messing with women between the ages of 29 and 36. And I said, where did you come up with that figure? And then I also didn't elaborate, but I want to tell you one of the reasons I don't mess with women that age because they're likely to get pregnant on you. That's a terrible age to mess with women when you're not looking to settle down, when you're not looking to those women. If you have value, if you're going down to junior college and they're 29 to 36, those women are going to end up going. I'm at the end of my biological clock. I'm going to get pregnant. And if they get pregnant, just like the story I shared with you earlier, she was 30 years old. She knew she was at the end of her rope. She then got pregnant by a dude off hinge. So I wouldn't mess with women exclusively between that age because those women are looking last ditch effort to get married, last ditch effort to get pregnant, last ditch effort to claim you and get a kid. A woman between the ages of 18 and 28 or 26, she's less likely to do that because she's still having fun. She's still in these streets. She's still capitalizing. She's still somewhat uh, highly attractive. She's like, I'm not trying to cash in now. But women between the ages of 29 and 36 are dangerous to me. They then try to get married. They want you to settle down. They want you to slow down. They, they'll knock you up. Oops, I got pregnant. Oh, now we got better get married. Nah, hell no. Nope. I know this for a fact. So I typically avoid them, not because of just their age but because of where they are in life i think the last girl i met uh one of the girl i met with she said she was 29 and she had been kind of just she did her thing she had her fun she did a little bit of sugar daddy she had a little bit of fun out here she traveled she got a bit she did all that shit and by the time i was talking to her she was like yeah but i'm i'm done with all that i'm ready to just and she was ready to give me that peace leave without the condom she was not telling me this uh, knock, uh, 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 strap up or nothing. I think they're intentionally trying to get knocked up. They intentionally trying to do it because that's the danger with them. They're ready to settle. They're ready to slow down. And so for a guy to say, you should be dating women between that age. The reason why I avoid them is for that reason right there. Not because they're ugly and they hit the wall is because they're more apt to want to slow down, settle down, get off the carousel, relax, <laughs> get married oh uh, maybe i'm thinking about getting married after riding the carousel nope so i avoid them diddy should have avoided him she was 28 stay below stay between 18 and 26 they don't they tend to not want to get knocked up <laughs> and if they do they just the scraggle i don't know what to tell you no government name coach i got 1000 subs but i need 4000 watch hours Ooh, that's tough as fast as possible. At the moment, I can't post any videos due to the, some other stuff I'm working on. Any tips besides posting daily and frequently to reach 4,000 watch time within three months? You, you could do it. You could do it. Sometimes it just takes a couple of videos, right? I would say post, post. And then sometimes, you know, for me, I've had channels that I never broadcasted over here. I posted five, six videos, and then a seven video went boom. 
And then by the time the eighth video went up, the eighth video did all right. Then the ninth video went boom. And then the hours are there. So post, post, post. You got to get into the algorithm. All right. Shout out to you there. Okay. I think we're pretty much. We're pretty much done on that. Somebody says, uh, what's your page? I'll help you out. What's the page that you're on? John said, did you hear of Patrick Giblin, the Tinder swindler? Yeah, I did a, I did a story on them. Did, did he do something else? Let me know. Shout out to L.A. Zorro. He said, for, for, life. For, 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 life, for life. Put it on locals. Put it on locals. We'll get you some watch hours. What you need is two videos to get at least like 5.8K views. And then one of your videos, like I did my coach uh, CGA got game channel. I posted on it for two years, video games, nothing. Then I posted four videos, five videos. Two of them went boom. And I got the watch hours. So, and the video was about that volleyball girl. And the other video was about, I can't remember. But I haven't even posted much over there anyway. Uh, but anyway, A.D. Austin, I know this Blasian guy, super insecure. He says, like, that's cool, but he has no personality outside of being half Korean. Yeah, I think mixed people have an insecurity that we need to discuss. We need to discuss. And I don't believe it's the whole black people don't accept them and white people. I don't believe they're in that mix. I believe that there's some sort of Always in a state of, I don't know if it's that they, they don't feel included. Maybe it is. I can't speak on them, but I can't speak on it. But I don't think it's a fact that nobody accepts them on either side, but it could be. I think they're always in a state, not always. They tend to be in a state of high insecurity. High insecurity. And it's weird because a lot of people will say, you got the good hair, you got this good skin, all the girls like you, all the boys like you. You, you always have that going on too. Your hair is wonderful. But then they always in a pity party. Pity party for one. <laughs> you feel like, why are you so pity? Maybe the DNAs in the inside ain't. Maybe the DNA on the inside. They always in sort of crisis. Maybe, maybe it has to do with their half princess, half ninja. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they want to be the princess, but it ain't good enough. They look at they one white parent and be like, damn, I'm not all the way like you. I'm half white. Halfway or whatever race you are. Like they always, I don't see this. I don't see this when I see half white. No, no, no. Like if I see a half Filipino, half Mexican kid. If I see a half Filipino, half Mexican kid. Like I was had a girl over and she was half Filipino, half Mexican. She didn't have this insecurity. She didn't have it. It wasn't like. She wasn't like, oh, you know, I feel sad because I'm straddling the fence between Vietnamese and, or Filipino and Latino. She never was like that. It was never a pity party. I think it's with the white. It's got to be with the white. If you have the white in there, you're going to be super insecure with whoever you mixed. It's a weird thing. He says you can't tell most of the time. Tragic Kimbochi barbecue. It's like the tragic mulatto effect. Maybe the DNA ain't hitting right or something. It ain't. <laughs> I don't know. Filipino and Mexican ain't that far apart. That's true, too. But the Spaniards that definitely did. So there's 
sort of a relation there. Your sort of a relation. Maybe we can come up with that. Maybe we can come up with why mulattoes tend to have some sort of giant insecure. Are there any are there any mulattoes in the building? Any half mix? Any half mix white black men that want to talk about this? Y'all want to bring up the fact why y'all be acting like this? <laughs> oh no. Mom's black dad is white. Your mom's black dad is white. Yeah, I mean, I have mixed race kids too. So um, I have mixed race kids too. Not all of them have that, but there is, you know, there is a there is a stigma. I think when you're coming up, when you're young, life is already complicated as it is. So sometimes that's used against them. But it, but there are a lot of instances where it's used for them. Like people will tell them they're pretty. Oh my God, you're so pretty. They might even ask them. They may be racially in, in, ambiguous. Wow, what are you mixed with? Maybe that's uncomfortable to them. It becomes uncomfortable. He says, he says, we want the Mexican story, coach. The Mexico story. Oh, I already told that story. You know, maybe that's an insecurity. They're always asked. Maybe it's weird that, you know, when they show up to school, they look a certain race and then the other parent shows up and they like, whoa, you know, I'd be like, wow, that happens a lot for mixed people. Like if you if you look dark skinned, if you're dark, dark and people thought you were black, you just a light skinned black person. And then your white mama show up. People get confused and they start asking questions. Hey, what the f- going on? Or if you're the black parent. And your kid looks mixed race, but you show up and you darker, darker, blacker than a trillion midnight. They like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, whoa, what is this shit? <laughs> or they don't think you, they think you could pass for white. They thought you was white the whole time. Then the black pair shows up. Wow. You know, that could be weird for people. Anyway, let's get up out of here and stop messing around and wasting people's time. Junior college time. Let me see here. He says, uh, J. Cole and Drake. Yeah, J. Cole is mixed. Drake is mixed. We know this. Drake. New, 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 new world order. You know what it is. All right, I'm checking the I'm checking the things out of here. Y'all can get out of here, man. We're going to be back tomorrow morning, uh, hopefully with some great stories. I think we'll have some great stories. He says, my, my mom is very light-skinned. One of the things that I'm going to say, and I'll leave it on this. One of the things that I'm going to say about this is... Human beings are really, really closely connected genetically. Like, we share a lot of genetics. I think this might be weird, and I say this, and I'm not being a hopeful. I think we waste way too much time on something like that. I get it. It does affect genetics, and we're in a situation where we mix. But as much time as we spend on race, I think it's regretful. Put it like that. I think it's regretful that we waste so much time on something like that, which I understand. Even if you were discriminator or discriminated against, I think over time you'll learn with wisdom in years that that shit is a waste of time. Now, that's how I apply it for me. Even if somebody flings some N-words my direction, I'd be like, I don't give a F. I remember one time, here's a story. I was walking past a high school. I told you this story. I walked past this high school. It was um, it was um, New, Newport Harbor High School. And I happened to be walking back and forth. I parked it and I was 
And there was a physical education class where they were in a fence. The, the kids, the students were in a fence, but I was walking past the fence. They happened to be doing PE. There were some white boys. They are high school students. I was like probably 38, 40. I don't remember what. I'm, I'm older. They saw me. And as I walked past them where they were on the fence, a couple of N-words flew around. Now, they're 15, 16 years old. They need some attention. They wanted to catch some, you know what I mean? And plus, they're on the other side of the fence. There ain't much I can do. But I know giving them a reaction is exactly what they want. And for me to go into a rage and climb on the fence and, and tell them and threaten them and beat them up and uh, call the principal and get the PE teacher over there and cause a scene is a waste of my time. It's a waste of my energy and whatnot. Now, I'm going to tell you, I continued to walk and nothing else happened. They didn't throw a brick. They didn't say, nigga, go home. They didn't say, you a monkey coon. They said nothing else. The fact that I didn't even give them the attention diffused it. They didn't say, good, stay in your place, you monkey. Nothing else happened. They got, they got, no, they got no satisfaction of trying to rile me up. I just kept walking. And nothing else happened. Now, in their mind, what did they all oh, got over him? What? What? What, what happened? What changed the world? Nothing. Nothing happened. They didn't, I didn't give them the action they want because if I would have acted up, they would have been like, look at him. Look at that monkey. Yeah, look at him. But what happens is you guys will do things like that and lose your freedom. You guys will have to make police reports. You will draw all kind of attention. You will prove them right. You will give them the reaction that they want. You will not. What am I going to do? Knock out a 15-year-old? <laughs> my my heart was pounding. I wasn't even scared. I mean, they're behind the fence and the fence was very tall. They weren't coming over that fence. Nothing was going to happen. No threat. They couldn't do anything. And I couldn't do anything to you, to them. For me to give them the power of that, to knock them out, to grab them, to punch them, to show them their place is worthless to me. It's worthless. So some of those things you have to realize. Some of those things you have to realize is you give them power by acknowledging it. You give them power by giving them a reaction. Most of these people know that you're better than them, and thus they will find the one thing that they believe that you're insecure about, which I wasn't. I wasn't insecure about them. I knew I was better than them. I'm in a better place than them. They're behind a cage, and I was free. They're white or a poor trailer trash. Maybe they come from a rich family. Who cares? But I was in a better position than them. So that one thing they thought maybe I would be insecure about, but I'm one of them ninjas that's very secure in my ninjaism. All right, I'm very proud to be black, so proud to be black that that type of word would not even bring me to a place that's beneath me. So don't give people what they expect you to give. They expect you to go, oh, what? What did you say? Climb over the fence. Oh, I'm going to grab you, you white peckerwood. What would that would have done? <laughs> okay. But you do it. Now, all of a sudden, you got the police called on you. High school security coming. What happened? Oh, these white boys. And then they hiding behind there. You trying to pull out Jerry Jones from the picture. Anyway, dude, I'm telling you, man, that that type of stuff is is beneath me because I believe. <laughs> all right. I believe we spend way too much time thinking about that. When you can literally overcome it, if you're secure in yourself. <laughs> all right. Anyway. 
All right, somebody says, dude, watching in the dark, going to have me dying all night, fogged up glasses indeed. All right, anyway. Anyway, I take a picture of them. Look at you. Let me get you on the internet so I can get you out. Then you look stupid. You look like a Karen. Best thing to do is keep it moving. Your power is in your feet. And if you just mad all day, you're going to be steaming for 20 years. I walked past this high school one day, and that Jerry Jones guy was calling me a ninja. <laughs> I believe it's pointless. Don't lose your life. Don't lose brain cells over that shit. And you ain't standing up for your race trying to beat these three white boys up in PE class behind the gate. <laughs> Nothing comes from that. Don't waste your time. I got bigger things, fish to fry than these white boys that I'm better than, <laughs> that I'm obviously better than. So anyway, look, I got to get out. I got to get out. I think I got everybody. I'm going to see, make sure I got all the PayPal's before I go because I messed up last time. All right. Uh, let's see here. AD Austin was the last one. Okay. Venmo style. Yes, we'll be off in a second. All right. I can't check Venmo and then Cash App. And trust me, guys, if you take that approach, take that approach, you won't be bothered by a whole bunch of shit. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. Enjoy your day. We out of here. <laughs> Te quiero porque quiero que me quieras Porque como tú no hay nadie más que me quiera Enseñar Chinga que feo Tranquilo, güey Tranquilo